0: Hey everyone, Frosty here. If you're enjoying the shows and you have the means, consider helping us out on Patreon. Being a member not only helps out the show, but depending on the subscription tier, you'll automatically be sent out mugs, sweaters, and much more. A little bit goes a long way and helps keep the show running. All you have to do is go to the Patreon site and look up Mog Talk, or just click on the link in the description. Thanks! Everybody to Mog Talk. If you guys are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy 14 community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chuckabo Racing. Today, we're going to be talking about casters inside Final Fantasy 14. Uh, and we have some amazing players that have uh, a variety of experience with the casting job. Uh, and so we're going to uh, first introduce them so they're not just kind of staring at you blankly and you have no clue who they are. Likely, you know who they are, but. All right, Arthur's. Tell everybody who you are, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized. I just noticed your shirt, man. What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you wearing that on the show? I don't. Yo, I what don't up, know guys? Who is there? It was. It, it just. It, it was available, and I, I went with it. Yo, what's up, guys? I'm Arthurs. Hello. Just
1: finished uh streaming a little bit. F- totally forgot about mock talk again. Classic. But uh, here I am. Thanks again, Frosty, for inviting me to the show and uh, get to talk to Sophia, and also first time talking to Explosion, uh, like, you know, on mic. So yeah, nice to
0: see you guys. Yeah, I, you know, I, this is probably like the 30th, 40th show you've been on. I, I don't know, I need to go back and count them. It, it was like 25 at 200, so I'm sure we've, we've hit another 10, 15 out of last 100. Um, mm. we're, we're almost at 300, this is two eight ninety eight, dude. 98, I'm not going to do anything too special for 300, because I'm just too Lazy. Anyways, anyways, welcome back, Arthur's Sphere, welcome back as well. Can you tell everybody who you are?
2: Hi, I'm Sphere. There's not really much to it. I play this game occasionally. I stream it even <laughs> less frequently. Uh, <laughs> now that, that'll change with Dawn, uh, Dawn Trail coming up, but it's it's been a while since I've done much in the, uh, the streaming department for this, but obviously I'm a Black Mage main typically, but yeah. All casters, or well, all casters, and have been for a while.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, there's no raiding, you know? What's the point for you, yeah?
2: I collect cards. That's the other thing I do. I raid, and I get the cards.
0: <laughs> you've been,
1: up. uh, yo, you've been playing a lot of WoW. On my battle net, I see you almost every day, <laughs> yeah. 20 hours a day, on, on, on SOD.
2: So, I'm never gonna stream that game. Ever in my life. Because, <laughs> like, you know, the Final Fantasy XIV can be kind of... Like, the community can be kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. yeah. WoW was yeah. just, like, that. classic WoW players are just... There's no shot that I ever expose, like, myself to that area of Twitch. It's, it's never happening. It's no pretty way. bad. I refuse.
0: It's pretty yeah. bad, dude. Uh, Anyways, we, we don't have to talk about that right now. We don't have to bash on WoW. I've had my venture <laughs> in a classic a little bit recently. Not too recently, but recent enough. So...
2: It's good fun
0: though. I'm having fun. Yeah. Still fun. Still fun. All right. Exu, this is the first time you've been on the show. I thought you've been on the show before. I don't know why. Uh, but an amazing caster in Final Fantasy 14. Can you tell everybody who you are as well?
3: Yeah, for sure. Hey guys, I'm Exu. I'm a caster player, primarily Black Mage um, for the Sleep Cat team. Primarily do speedrunning, but uh, also some uh, Savage World Racing content. And. I make uh, black mage content on YouTube. I make uh, POV's, and I made a guide a while back as well.
0: Made a okay, cool. Well, I you know I think I've interviewed Sleepo Cat and I think that's maybe where the confusion's coming in.
3: Uh there's been some people, some of my teammates on the show before for the speedrunning yeah. one a while back.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Well, that all being said, uh, I usually I, I don't play a lot of jobs in the game when i do shows like this i, I try to uh lean a little bit on the veterans here i st- still will but i actually went in my own little adventure going through and clearing savage on uh all the casters before doing the show uh and uh i have a lot of thoughts and opinions from a, a fresh perspective uh to throw in there but before we go too much into it i kind of just want to start with a quick baseline What do you guys think the current state of casting in Final Fantasy XIV is? Is it good? Is it bad? You know, what's kind of on your mind when you think of the state of uh, casters? And anyone jump. Who wants wants to go first?
3: Pretty imbalanced, I think.
0: Pretty imbalanced? Okay, okay.
2: I think it's also very divisive, depending on who you ask. I think for us, who play the game a lot, and at a reasonably high level across the board, people are going to think that it's weird and bad but for a lot of probably more casual players they're gonna think oh it's great love casters well so I mean, depending on who you ask you're gonna get very very different responses
0: i mean i would be fair to say about like any opinion of someone who only plays one job and they enjoy playing their job and they could do the content because you could do the content under any job no matter the flaws right it, it, that's not a big big thing if you're enjoying it that's great but when you actually get into analytical side which we are mm-hmm. now uh of Kind of looking at all three and kind of putting them together comparing them uh and maybe even comparing them against other jobs in the game things definitely are a little bit off with casters in general right yeah. very off yeah okay all right where do and... we start, <laughs> where do we <laughs> we start arthur's i mean you you went through ultimate just very recently on black mage just like this whole little side thing it's your fourth ultimate you said i think or your third ultimate or whatever I, for this expansion I, right i i i actually done top on all the, all, all casters
1: yeah Okay. i actually okay. done on all casters but like like you guys say right if you want to talk about analytical like like okay obviously if we just talk about ultimate that is very specific but let's just say in general right okay i mean the the, the only thing about in this game is ex savage and obviously ultimate right i do think like like Exu was saying earlier, it's very imbalanced right now. Like, how is summoner like that? And then how is black mage like that? Now, I enjoy black mage. This this entire period, without uh, ultimate, you know, this 6.4 till today, uh, mm-hmm. is like an experiment for me to learn the job. Because every other job plays the same, but black mage is completely different. And then you are like, why is this job like that? You know, why is this job have to put me so much, so much more effort? You know, uh, and then, no rest, sure, play for fun, sure, but everything just very off. Funny enough, my wife recently also started playing FF, right? My wife actually is progging P12 now. She's kind of like zooming, you know? Recently, she tell me, you know, um, why are you playing Black Mage? I'm like, because um, the only job I find really fun right now, I'm trying to experiment. And then my wife will like, ask me, you want to farm together? Oh, but can you go raid Mage? I say, why raid Mage? She said, you know, I'm still very uncomfortable. I need you to rest. I'm like, no, I'm not going to rest you. I'm just going <laughs> to play my Black Mage. You know, like, I'm also preparing you for 7.0 because 7.0, you're not going to see. 7.0, my, my wife says that she doesn't want to play Black Mage because of so no rest. I said, okay, don't worry. 7.0, I won't be playing Black Mage. Don't worry. 7.0, you will not see a lot of Black Mage in PM. You're going to see a lot of Pictomancer. It's going to be the same. There will be no rest. I'm preparing for you for life without Combat rest." And then she's like, no, why? I'm like, you will know why you know but i mean yeah, no, dude like I, said, I don't know where to begin man like there's so much like I utility dp i don't know where to begin i, I think this res- for- is the
0: biggest yes. the biggest thing when you talk about casters and like the state of how they are compared to each other because that's such a huge huge thing to be able to res people but what sucks is like when we talk you guys all talk about like playing black mage and wanting like if you play caster, I feel like every single person who plays caster, whether it's red mage, summoner, whatever, if you start really getting into that role, you always end on black mage. All right? You, you always get to need black to. mage at some point. I feel like No, a lot of no, know. you never
1: need to. You never need to. You specifically, to. I think. Don't need to. Right. Not specifically and Walker, I feel like for the first time playing this game uh ever since uh 2.0 until today, this is the first time I actually feel like shit. I cannot just play Raid Mage and Summoner anymore. It's not enough anymore. Like even if I play shitty black Mage, even if I play standard black Mage, even if I play YOLO black Mage and I just like maybe drop, even drop a couple of Fire, I'm still doing easily 5, 8, 10% more than Raid Mage and Summoner. It's, it's, the the gap is too massive now already. But in 5.0, in 4.0, I, there's a gap, 100%. But it never felt this big before that. And and, and not to mention that, you know, ultimate being a thing now, that, you know, once you proc and you got zero death, Black Mage just becomes superior, right? And then also, you know, with, Ana, with, 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 with what happened to Abyssos, you know, those uh, imbalance, Black Mage is huge, man. Like in, in Abyssos pre for example, so it's like, now you cannot ignore,
0: at least now, until now, you cannot ignore Black Mage anymore, well, you have to. I meant this like in a completely different perspective, as in eventually you end up with Black Mage because it's more fun right it's it's Mm. the more in-depth job that you can get into and you kind of hit a wall and a ceiling or whatever with red mage and uh summoner but with black mage you just keep going and you have you can have a lot of fun with it right
2: i think the the reason for that a lot of the time is if you're playing caster you need to okay if you're a melee player you play all of the melee so that when one of them gets buffed a little bit too much you can switch that pretty easily The problem with doing that with casters is that Black Mage is just so much disproportionately harder than the other two, that if you want to be relatively equal skill at all of them, you just have to spend more time on Black Mage. And then it's almost like Stockholm Syndrome. You're stuck there now. You're a Black Mage player. (laughs) You're never getting off this job because it just does too much damage now. And that's kind of been the case for almost two expansions now. Black Mage also had a really, really strong expansion last time in um, Shadowbringers. So that's kind of been the state of it. and that. Carried through a lot of the time through, uh, through Endwalker as well. Obviously, well, with ups and downs along the way.
0: Now, well, at least with the recent tier and everything, uh, damage doesn't matter in, in that kind of sense, right? Even at like 640, uh, not really messing with Enrages too much for at least highly skilled players we are not.
2: So, they did a really weird thing with this tier. And I mean, it's probably been talked about a bunch, but like the fights don't have checks but at the same time as they made the fights have no checks they also crazily buffed the hell out of black mage in the same patch as that came out so it was like you can still gain so much even in a progression environment by simply having more damage it gives more room for error it gives you like you're skipping mechanics at the end of fights you just have all of this extra breathing room by having good damage that Is like an intangible quantifier, right? Like you don't know how much time you're saving. You don't know what benefits it's giving you until, like, outside of the exact situation in which it happens.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: So it's really hard to weigh up how much of a difference the strength of Black Mage would make if you were to take it over, like, a Summoner or not. But I mean, just the imbalance of it by numbers alone just shows that. I mean, did you? Yeah, obviously, you did watch the the launch. You fucking you do it every single time. There were a lot of people running no combat res comps in like world proc like that is it's been so 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 long since that was a thing,
0: mm-hmm. and black
2: like, mage had to be buffed that much for it to get to that.
0: Okay, okay. I don't know. Like, I I, I feel like cat definitely, as we saw in the video, there was playing a little bit with uh, non-black mage casters at first, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, we we follow the typical, you know, mantra where you, you want to have a raise Caster in, in progression, at least for the first three floors. I know some, some groups will run Red Mage and Summoner, you know, just for the redundancy, and there's typically not a lot of damage checks on the first three turns anyways. But, uh, yeah, I did play, you know, Red Mage on the first floor, Summoner the next two, and then the fourth floor we were just like, you know what, Combat Res isn't really helping us here too much, so just ended up playing Black Mage and kind of didn't have any issues with any DPS checks anyways. I think we had a lot of deaths in Palace Athena and we still cleared it mm-hmm. well in advance of the enrage. So yeah, there's there's I think every patch Black Mage has been getting a buff in endwalker. Mm. I'm not really sure if it, it I don't think it needed a buff every time, but they've they've just done it every time.
4: Okay?
1: Because for players like you guys that the buff is not needed the buff is not for us the buff is for people who don't know how to play black mage like okay when we say don't know how to play black mage it might seems very toxic to say that but don't know how to play how you guys are playing that that's the proper way right how you guys are playing black mage your double transpose line your your, di- your you know different line in different phase. those are not what a normal player can do or is even thinking about doing they are just playing standard they think that that's how it works the buffs are for them. And also you look at uh, Anabasios in in, in particular, so many ley lines are just not ever fully utilized. Some of them timings are just off, right? And then it's like, okay, so how do they do that? They can't remake the job midway, 6.4, right? They just have to buff, buff, buff for them. And they buff for them, they buff for them 10%, it's like buffing for you guys, you know, 15, 20%. It's just very exponential. That's one of the problems with the job. How do they balance this job properly? Because- Again, like Sophia said, the way you play the job is way too, the variance is too high already. You can't fuck up summoner. The only thing you can change is the order. Ifrit first, Titan first, Garuda first. But at the end of the day, you you summon it, you press every single thing, you summon another way, you press every single thing, and then you fill with one green three and one Ruin four. It's that simple. Black Mage is very different. You're talking about... One fire here, one ice here, double trans. It's, the, the variance is too much, really. And then for Ray mage, it's just when you send your melee combo. Uh, Ray mage is. You got more than enough um, uh, black and white mana to do literally uh, all the combos you ever need. You know, it's like, there's an abundance. A black mage needs to be so specific, and then the job is so hard to balance, I think. Because for me, I feel like the buff is for people like me. But the moment I get better, you start to see my damage just become exponential. It's like. Wait, what? How do how do how do how do these people not know this? I I I say this on street before, right? 80 no, 95% of summoner players knows how to play summoner. When they pick up, when they play summoner, 95% of them know how to play the job properly. A tank, let's just say a warrior, 80% of a tank knows what they are doing. Red mage, 75% of the red mage know what they are doing. Black mage. I will go as far as to say maybe only 30% of Black Mage actually knows what they are doing. You know, so it's like, this job is just, I think it's too difficult. I just think it's too difficult. I, it's fun. I think all I three think of us here can agree at all.
0: that. <laughs> Not even close. Because I think even bad Black Mage players do perfectly fine. They do enough to clear the content, right? Yes. That, that, yes, that's, but, that's, all, that's the goal, is for the community to but, be able to clear this content, right? Oh, we are talking about balance. Yeah, to make you know the know other I mean? jobs harder and have ceil- like higher ceilings
1: on it in general, right? We, I, mean, I want to talk about that later, but since you know, now we are still talking about Black Mage first, I, <laughs> I just want to say I think Black Mage is just, I like it. I think the three of us like it. Maybe even you starting like it. But I just yeah. think it's too difficult compared to, you know, maybe what we are about to talk about, right, Ray mage and Summoner. Well, I, I just
0: mean, think like, it's too much. A lot of difficulty comes in the two-minute high mech meta and fight design right where they're basically throwing all the high movement at two minute marks and ley lines has to sit in this little circle here and you have to try to come back and forth all the time in it right
2: i've Ooh. i've said this since the start of the expansion they could fix so many of blackmail's problems by just as soon as you step into our ley lines you get like a six or seven second buff mm-hmm. or they just give it 30 yards,
0: right like all the no healers no, 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 no. It, no 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 The 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 skill expression
2: on Black Mage is that you know where you need to be at given times, right? right? You you plan ahead. So you place your Leylands in a position that every five seconds you can return to, pick up that buff again, step back out, you've solved the problem. Things like Super Chain,
4: right? right? Mm
2: -hmm. Now you're returning to your Leylands, you're keeping that buff rolling as you go, and it doesn't feel bad to play the job correctly anymore. But it currently has that issue. Um, It's like there's a few different ways that I kind of look at it. One of them is why do they keep designing fights like this or why haven't they changed uh, Black Mage to not be at odds with the content? The perfect like example I can think of and counterpoint to what they're currently doing is do you remember in, God, Verse, in Eden's Verse against the Ifrit Garuda fight?
4: <laughs>
2: and it was really, really awkward for Dragoons to play in that fight when it came out and yoshi p apologized because he's like you guys can't play your job correctly i'm sorry i won't make fights like this anymore and then he's like you know what black is just just you know good luck with these ley lines and some of these fights and now i like the creativity that it encourages i just dislike that it's a completely different thought process and and design philosophy to everything else
0: mm-hmm. and you it, like seriously it's just it makes the greed way more apparent on black Mage too where like if you go into like a party finder environment and you see black mages doing this shit, you're like, I'm not going to invite black mages to my group anymore. I don't want this funky, stupid optimization shit in here because it just keeps getting us killed. And that's what happens. That's, is what, my said, yeah, yeah, that's what my wife said. Yeah, that's what my
1: wife said. My wife is always like, the black mage is supposed to step with me. Why not? I say, just wait. He's going to teleport to you. And then she's like, why do I have to hope that he da- you just have to trust but they are in their lay life for so long. Seems, I, that's why I go to that." I say, no, you cannot go to them. You have to play in the way. And then she's like, how come when I play with other jobs, I don't have to worry about this? Somehow I do have to peripherally look at the black mage and say, will he come to me for the enumeration stack, for the stack? Is he going to make my job? I'm like, you just have to trust. Me. That's how the class plays. You know?
2: Okay. What, but, mm-hmm. One of the funniest actually examples of that exact thing was oh, back at the start of this expansion when we were practicing for one of the tiers, Ara was learning Sage, and we would we were practicing on Fatebreaker from last expansion. And you know when you do the, there's like the pairs or the spreads, and the, it's the cycles. You, not cycles. Sorry, it's the mm-hmm. one where everybody has to go out to the, like the walls if you do downtime. We did that, but Ara was on a Sage and I was on a Black Mage, and so we're both like, oh, I'll go to you, and we both pressed our get closes and just changed positions and exploded. It was yeah, <laughs> hilarious, but it's that problem right there. Exactly, you it's, have to be cognizant is of these a things.
0: You know, just, just rescue. You you interrupt your cast, but it's okay. I
3: I think a lot of people in party finder have seen very awful black mages. And I I think it's less frequent that they see black mages who are actually, you know, trying to adjust and not greeting. Um, Even if you look at like, you know, FFLog statistics, black mage has like the highest variance in terms of when you look at like the box plots, where the minimum is and the maximum is. It's got, like, the highest max of all the jobs, but it's also got some of the worst damage. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: it really is player-dependent, and, yeah, I've seen my fair share of people locking out Black Mage in parties, and, you know, I was trying to join some PFs in July-ish, and, you know, people would put Red Mage Summoner in their slots, I'd join and try and switch, and they'd be like, oh, no, Ooh. I'm just going <laughs> to kick you. That's that's the trick, dude. <laughs> you always do it. You you just yeah.
0: switch and just hope they don't notice. So here's the thing, like, I used to be, like, super pissed about people. I, I'm still kind of angry about it. When I see those parties and they don't have Black Mage in there, and I I, like, I, just leave groups. I'm like, I don't like that thought process that people can't play a job they don't want to play. And then I play Black Mage, and I understand where this perspective comes from, but yeah. I still don't hey. think it's okay. <laughs> I still, you know, people, as Party Finder. It's stupid as shit. Even with Echo, people do it. Like, right now, currently, I've seen parties where people block out Black Mage. I'm like... You could be dead for half the fight and still clear it. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, but
2: If you were uh, someone, I, you could raise them, though.
0: So. Yeah, so, like, for example, <laughs> the other day, uh, we're at the end of a P12 in Party Finder. For, we're trying to help some guy clear it. And then both the healers died immediately. Red Mage, res, res, and we cleared it right afterwards. That's impossible without mm-hmm. like a Red Mage because of how ridiculously overpowered its Pressing is there since you uh, black mage um okay you see someone someone in the chat was saying right if you simplify
1: black mage there won't be any interesting caster left in the game though i agree i don't disagree with that statement but wouldn't you also agree that black mage is just too difficult for general players i'm, I'm not saying this for myself i'm not starting to say that i want black mage to be easier but wouldn't you agree you see all these things you guys talk about damage variants, gameplay utility don't you agree that Black Mage is now just in a very weird situation where, even with this interesting gameplay or uniqueness that you think is what makes Black Mage interesting, but it, doesn't fit, in. it doesn't fit in. It just doesn't fit in. It just doesn't fit into the current game, especially what happened to when they do, do Summoner. Like, how do you go there? And then Black Mage is here. It doesn't make. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Go ahead, uh, Sophia. Th- I, uh, I
2: think part of the problem is when you look at like what X2 said before about box plots, it's not just the damage that you see being the big difference between good and bad players. It's the nature of the job being long casts, being, you know, quote unquote immobile, especially like at lower skill levels, it becomes more and more pronounced, like that limitation, which gets circumvented by player skill a lot of the time. Um, That doesn't just lead to low damage, it leads to death 90% of the time. And so then you're... The way that you play the game, instead of just being, I do less damage, I hit the boss less, it's I die more. Uh, Which then makes it everybody else's problem. So that's part of it. And then the next part is the utility. And I still think to this day that taking away APOC was like one of the dumbest things I've ever done. But I mean,
0: technically when you get familiar with Black Mage, it turns out to be maybe even more mobile than Red Mage in general. Oh yeah, of course.
2: It's an exponential curve of how much you can move. And it's all based on your planning and your knowledge yeah, of the class your and lengths,
0: systems yeah. and things like that. I mean, healers have um, to know the fight, <laughs> right, in order to be pretty yeah. good at their jobs, too. So it's not like it's a, it's something that's 100% unique to uh, Black Mages. But still, I think that like Black Mages does take a lot of it because you have to plan how many instacasts can I have during this moment and when I need to put them in there. But um, I, I, I don't know. I think that... Uh, Anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll skip on that right now because I'm going to go into a whole completely different topic and we're focused on Black Mages for just a moment here. What uh, yeah, uh, I was going to
2: say at the end of that was um, the problem with Black Mage, with it being so punishing like that in terms of not only damage but dying as well, that's all a result, I think, of... Because I think the ceiling of the job is fine where it is. Like, we've all talked about it, right? We, we like how complicated it is, how depth, how much depth it has which is a very rare thing in the current state of 14. I think the ceiling, sorry, the floor is too high as well, but uh, finding yep. a way to, to lower that floor without raising this without also, uh, sorry, lowering the, the ceiling is very, very hard design wise for them to do. So yep. that's up to them to try and address without like a full rework, which then just, you know, neuters our play style.
0: I mean, I almost bl- think it's more difficult to play black mages in alt than as your main, and what i mean by that is if you level up black mage or you're playing black mage the entire time you can generally do the stuff that a black mage needs and you get familiar with it paradox kind of cha- makes things kind of funny at the end because it changes a little bit of how you play right <laughs> so
2: black mage had that, has had that problem every single expansion every <laughs> single expansion at its capstone it gets a, a button which fundamentally changes the way you play at 60 like you get fire four. i think it's slightly before that but like Everything changes at 60, at 70, at 80, at 90. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen again next expansion too, which is fine, but it's different again than every other job in the game. Yeah, every other job is like, additions. I press a button and it's really
0: high damage, right? That's yeah,
2: yeah get these little flourishes on an already existing system that you know, whereas Black Mage gets to captain and it's like, relearn the
0: job.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Which if you love learning, good. But if you don't, not so good.
0: But I mean, like, it's it's a lot more difficult if you play Summoner the entire time and you switch to Black Mage and those players are like, can be completely awful because they're just trying it out and they just like, this this job's too hard. It's impossible. Why is it not as simple as what I did before? But I think leveling Black Mage, people who play it and they really want to play it, can do it fairly well when they get into the content with Party Finder and everything else. I've lived in Party Finder for the last year. Just so you guys know, it's been like my life every single day. Uh, and, uh, I've done it on EU, NA, and they all have the exact same opinion of Black Mage. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not, uh, very friendly to it. Um, I mean, they're also, you know, Tangent, one Gee, second, what... tangent, one second, tangent. Arthas, I heard something about you saying that double melee should be required in the game. Is that, is that a lie? I mean, all right, all right. I don't know. Okay. If I would okay. Know. Uh, okay. no 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 no. i mean
1: this 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 is a black, a, a caster discussion right if they put picto in we, i mean obviously they're going to we know that but if pictomancer is literally black mage basically like pure dps caster then i don't think double melee is gonna be 100% needed anymore you can run it's not I mean, needed basically, right now arthur's sorry it's not needed right now why is it needed right now what do you mean what is needed right now? double, but double melee, no, 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 Double melee is just better right now because when you take double melee, you eliminate. Uh, okay, you got one third to fuck your party up. If you take a black mage and you run double melee, you fuck your party up, right? In general, like right? Pfing. Mm-hmm. Trot, so it's bad. First yeah. three turn, it's bad. So I think mandatory by default, like I tell my wife, when you make a party, when you, you know, open up PF and you click those you know party composition, I think naturally, you take two melee. Now, you don't want to take a third, you don't want to take a second caster in parks. okay? I'm talking about in parks. Why? Some black mage don't know how to play fake melee. And then when those black mage cannot play fake melee, the other caster have to play fake melee. The other casters don't know how to play fake melee. And then you're going to have situation now, PF3 wipe this band. You're going to get a situation where, I'm sorry, I don't know how to go that position. I'm sorry, this is the first time I play. So, generally speaking, right? Don't deal with that just run double melee for now right now in 7.0 because of the you introduction
0: just of like control. 10 triggers on me dude i'm just going to like get past it I, I i double melee is in party finder not even mm-hmm. remotely required right the best comp technically uh, would be summoner red mage summoner one red melee mage. and a physical ranged right that would be like yes. hey i can make it through party finder through fucking anything we got like four re- people who can res in the party right that would be the best yes uh, the double melee part is just something that's stuck in our head because there's an M1 and M2 on guides. And that's, and so it gets locked in there. And I, I don't think that it's even remotely required. Black mages love melee spot in P12S. Do they not? Yeah. They okay, do. A lot of but, fights okay. they do. But, yeah.
1: okay. Have you not seen... When you run Red Mage and Summoner, have you not seen one of the Red Mage or Summoner says they don't know how to play melee spot?
0: Have you not? that is perfectly fine you set up a party finder you have two ranged in your party the third one that joins in that's your melee spot if he doesn't want to do it and the other two don't want to do it you kick that guy out you wait till somebody comes in that that's it they join as the third range they know they're going to be the melee spot by you know if no one else wants to do it they're making that choice it's that's all you got to do if there's really a problem most most people who join in that last spot, they just like, I just wish I wasn't locked out of that group, right? They, they're willing to do that melee spot because they this is a group that's up. They're ready to go. They don't waste any fucking time. They get in there and they learn another spot. It's so easy to learn other spots in this game, dude. It's just like either a mirror flip or you just go slightly in a different direction. It's You must be really
1: lucky so far, then. You must be really lucky so far. When I play Black Mage, my experience is completely different from you. When there's another caster in there, we fight for the I, um, well,
0: you fight! Why do you fight? Just do the melee spot. It'll be fine. <laughs> do
2: you guys want the real reason why you shouldn't bring Summoner and Red Mage as your two casters to a comp? It's because, right, a spread mechanic goes out, you've got your two melees hitting the boss, or you got your one melee hitting the boss, you got your two tanks hitting the boss, your Dancer is in melee, and then your Summoner presses Crimson Cyclone, and your Red Mage goes into melee combo, and everybody explodes. That's the real reason you don't do it. Because nobody that plays caster knows how to not stand on top of anybody else. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. One of the reasons, yes. One of the that, reason but... why. One of the reason why in PF I don't recommend double cluster at all. One of the reasons. but <sighs> but
0: you can, but you can. Hundred percent, but I'm not. You guys big fan of it. So. Against like letting people into parties because you think they're bad players we assume (laughs) we just assume
2: i I can see exactly (laughs) what Arthur is saying i think that the average player that you're going to party finder with is not going to be flexible they're Mm -hmm. not going to know multiple roles which technically if you're playing second caster you have to know now two roles because in one party you might be the only caster in another party you might be the second caster and strategies are not designed with that distinction in mind that you may have to do both and so you know, when it's like this is a melee job, and like it works much better for a red mage to do this than a summoner or or, or a black mage too. You can't really account for all of that when you make a pug-friendly strat most of the time.
4: The, the, so you're just Frosty. putting
2: extra burden on somebody okay. who is
1: Frosty, an unknown entity. Can you entity. Mm-hmm. can you convince me ten out of ten times when you do P10s? Nothing. When if you, have you talk to about party do-
0: finder real quick, there's nothing that's mm-hmm. ten out of ten nothing but go ahead yeah go ahead. yeah yeah but can right. you convince me that when you take two casters that pastor that has to
1: do the melee know 10 out of 10 times where to go for say you know the the turrets you know the one two yeah. three four limit me cut not but, not 10 out of 10 you, but like not 10 out of 10 but but can you even convince me half of those people knows okay you are now fake melee oh sure okay and then they know which tower they're taking and then which beam
0: they taking? NA does five sets of fucking waymarks at the beginning of P10S. They know exactly which spot they should be going to. If they go to the wrong spot, they fuck up once or twice. Usually you're good after that. But but if they keep fucking up, you pick them out of party. You can find someone else cuz they agreed to try to do that, right? I mean that that's it. That's just, you know, standard recognizing someone's shit. You have to do that in party finder. You have to be because you have no clue party finder is a box of chocolates and some of them taste like shit okay and so you <laughs> got to figure out which ones uh are actually problems in the party versus just regular players messing up everyone's well because that's going to happen too right uh but if you have three casters and they know what they're doing it's actually going to be probably even that's, more uptime that's a than a huge assumption melee. unfortunately It's going to be more uptime than a shitty melee who gets out of the boss's range every once in a while for mechanic because you have to know where the uptime spots are for melee as well, and your damage may even be better. There's some some risky spots during two-minute windows. All right. Go ahead.
2: Did you just say uptime spots in Endwalker?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can stand in the
2: corner of the room and it's an uptime spot. Come on.
0: As a melee, there's a couple of times where you have to know where to go to be able to keep hitting the boss. No?
2: In you criterion. can't
0: say that specifically for Melee, because every job is like that! So, well, Melee, I mean... Red Mage has to get in for Melee. Exu, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry we're getting into a, a non-caster conversation right now. But The, um, go ahead.
2: the thing you're talking about though with, with locking roles and what we do about it, there's only, like, if it doesn't stay the way that it does, the only way that it's going to change is design changes and like forced things from the developers, whether that being that they automatically create uh raid finder parties to be double melee. And if they do that, then it's going to, that will then cascade into other things. But the current mm-hmm. reason that things are the way they are is kind of an extrapolation of, of what they did with raid finder where they create proper, proper party comps with specific setups. So if they do that, they're then going to have to separate kind of the way that they did with, uh, what do you call them, with healers, where you've got field healers and pure healers. They, they as a, like a, at a functional level and, and from a design level, they split them down the middle. They would have to then do that with melee to then be able to create proper comps from. Yeah. There's can- a way easier way to do that with casters than there is with melee currently, especially with Pictomancer coming out.
0: Mm-hmm so a double castle would be an dps double
2: castle <laughs> would be an easier thing to split in that way then it would be melee so they're never going to do that but that would be the way that they could force a party finder comp.
0: i mean the best option for them if they really want to do like start forcing like this is the role they just need to do melee and range instead of doing melee physical range and magical range right you would put those in just one big category for this is the range and this is the melee which it is kind of an even split for jobs overall but uh you know if they want to do a four split i think that's just going to fuck over you know parties in general because you're waiting for every single one of these roles to get your 6% or whatever buff at the end of the day uh whatever well, it would be that right
2: the the bigger thing is the utility differences between the roles if you just split it melee and ranged this ranged have a lot of unique stuff that like even you know all the times when fizz range did zero fucking damage, we still brought them because they brought a lot of like intangibles and it's particularly in defensive utility that like you just needed to bring it. And then they said, "Oh yeah, we'll just give you one percent for bringing one of them." Sure, I'll bring the guy with a gun even though he does no damage, just because of what they do for the group. So splitting it into melee and ranged wouldn't really work with the current design. They have to completely rejig yep. sort of class design for that and they don't really want to do that if the last, like, eight years of this game is anything to go off of. Hmm. So I think going into Dawn Trail, things are going to be more or less the same. All that's going to happen is Pictomancer is going to create like a-, a hard line in the sand now between we these casters and these casters.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's it already exists, but not many
2: people know about it.
1: Yeah. That's actually, I think, one of the biggest problems. Like, you see, right now, I don't disagree with you, Frosty, if you want to bring two casters. Sure. I'm, I'm only saying if the casters don't know how to play the melee role, it can be something that maybe people don't want to do with. But hey, go for it. You, uh, you like says says, solid
0: players. That's it. It doesn't matter anything else. Yeah, that's it. Like,
1: like, like what Sophia says going into Dawn Trail, now that Pictomancer comes in, can you still really say it out loud? I don't mind taking two
0: casters. What if you get a Black Mage and a Picto? You really want that? I mean, that's just the same as having just Black it, it Mage works. now, dude. It's the exact yeah. same if we just had Black Mage. If we were only bringing one caster, it's the same thing as just bringing one Black Mage, right? But would you want to do that and, and
1: completely yeah. leave Raid Mage and Summoner like, oh, wow, that's not our pick. Would you do that in your static? Now, oh, I'm going to go into a territory of hardcore rating, right? Since all three okay. of us here hardcore raid, right? Let me ask you guys, right? Would you guys turn one onwards? okay? Not just turn four, right? Turn one, two, three, as important. You want to get to turn four fast if you want to you know, woe proc, you want to do whatever it takes, to get to turn for fast. Hardcore proc, okay? YouTube frogs? Hardcore proc, okay? Savage proc, okay? Would you guys take, number one, only a Pictomancer in the group? That's number one, right? You can answer me that later. Number two, if you bring double caster, would you bring both Black Mage and Pictomancer? Who no. wants to go first?
3: I wouldn't do either of those. Yeah, no, no to both. It's just, just up, like... It's just like... It just doesn't make Ryan. sense if you're trying to go as fast as you can like I mean if you're like casually progging with you know friends and and you're not really concerned with sure. how fast you do the floors yeah sure you can do black mage solo or picto solo or black mage and picto but like if you're trying to world race or just you know kill kill the four turns in the you know two or three days you're going to want to you know necro through fights with with combat res and have that um little bit of redundancy if things go wrong uh So yeah, I think everyone's gonna run. Everyone who's like trying to seriously prog is gonna either run like one red mage, one summoner, or both red mage and summoner.
1: See, now you got two. You used to only have one black mage. That is in this situation. Now you got two. So how do you like Sophia says now? How do you now segment properly the caster row? If you bring one by default, and if you bring two. Now the, now the drift is going to be even more than before. Back then, it's like, okay, bring a Black Mage, sure, we bring a summon, Bring a Black Mage, sure, we bring a rain Mage. Even better, like you say, right, Frosty, bring both Summoner and rain Mage, sure. But now, with Picto coming in, that second slot, if you bring a second caster, become even more sensitive. And, dude, you, you're going to see a lot of Pikto. And, and they're going to get upset when they know about this. A lot of them is like, oh, like, you know, say right, just play with friends. If, dude, I am playing Pikto in parks in 7.0. As much as I think utility is important, fuck pucks. Frosty, I'm going to join your group. I'm going to play Picto, You got no rest. That's your fucking problem. You wanna, you, if, if the group yeah. fucks up because of no rest, just kick me. I don't care. But what yeah. I'm trying to say is, right? Picto actually just doesn't currently, currently, this discussion currently, it just doesn't fit in. So like Sophia says earlier, does 7.0, do they plan to say, okay, now we got two different category of casters. Are they going to do something about the comp? Are they going to promote? I going to make you known that, you know, you, you know, when me and Zeno go to JP fan fest, right? The very first thing when Yoshi P says, uh, "Summoner, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Piko got no rest." People around us, I'm not sure whether you guys could hear it on the on the um, a live stream. People around us were all like, "Huh?" There were people around me that even say that. Then what is the meaning of 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 this? Why? why can't they just give Black Mage race? Like, people, like, we haven't even seen the job. But just because Yoshi P says there's no res, people are already frowning already. And and that's completely understandable, right?
0: Yeah, I think, like, uh, honestly, when I heard that, it wasn't that, like, oh, Picto doesn't have a res. That's sad. It was like, oh, they're not going to do anything about the situation of having Mm -hmm. reses on. In this game right they're going to keep going with casters having it it was a hard line of hey some casters can res and some can't and that is that is a problem i think in the game there's right now it, it, it really is a problem i mean if they they just need to figure out how to handle that going forward in the future either make resing like like a hard cap for the party right so you get two reses per party or you get three reses yeah i mean there's, there's this, this one solution right there's tons of other little things they could do to just limit why bring this guy with a, a, a res on him uh, if I can only do it so many times in a, a party? I don't know. I, I think, I, I wish they would have had a better solution uh, going forward with it. This also tells me the other thing, right? They are so focused on the, I, okay, maybe this is the wrong opinion. They're so focused on upgrading the graphical side and that is like their big thing with this expansion. There's going to be no major battle system changes besides a couple drops they talked about and everything else is going to be pretty much just, the same as we're experiencing it now. Nothing too. That crazy.
2: information usually comes later on, so I I don't think there's going to be huge sweeping changes. But what changes there will be, we, they don't usually put that in keynotes. They that's for like the the live letters about the expansion. So if that does happen, we'll find out about it later. But I don't think there's going to be nothing. But I think there's going to be not a huge amount. Um, but one thing about the the whole res debate and the whole I guess situation the debate is that. Picto, as soon as they said that it didn't have a raise, it kind of consigned it to the exact same fate that Black has had for years, which is, does this thing do enough damage? If yes, it's a lock. Just, you, you bring it. And now it's also competing with another job for that exact one locked spot. And if it doesn't do enough, then you don't bring it. There's absolutely no reason to. It's, unless it has some other utility, which when they talked about buffs that it may provide maybe that's gonna be it i can see it you know picto getting a move speed buff for the party would be something that would be the sort of thing where you're like oh bringing a Picto was worth it now nah, it's not a, a you laugh but that like no, expedience was the was the first thing this expansion to get nerfed everybody laughed at the goofy little Fell running in gala Melt in the t- in the teaser but everybody who actually like knows what move speed does to video games knows that that ability was always going to be broken That sort of utility then is something that would cause you to bring Pictomances simply because it's really strong, even though it's not numerical. Um, Well, I mean, if you just keep doing
0: that, you would make, like, move speed groups, right? And then your group would just be a full sprint the entire fucking thing. Yeah.
2: So uh, unless it has some, like, trump card ace up its sleeve like that, it's going to be a purely numbers job where it's not about anything other than, does it? one do more damage than black mage in a raid dps environment and mm-hmm. two um does it do enough more than the reses and then three am i in prog is you know what are the options like when you're talking about double caster as well as do i do more damage than the second best melee out of all of them as well like it has so many hoops to jump through to be able to justify bringing a black mage currently and uh-huh. as soon as they said no res on Picto, it's like oh, so now you're putting all of those conditions on the new job as well. So it's tough, man. And it all boils down to that shitty little button that when people die, they need it to get back up.
0: I mean, they could do like another solution, possibly, where they just put a hard line: this is high damage job, and this is res job, or whatever else. And then this is what they're currently doing, and that's uh, what they are doing. Well, and and also make it more apparent in the game, right, to people who play casually and everything else. It's just a checkbox of, hey, we need this many people who are utility and this many people who are high damage. And that's part of the requirements for making groups and party finder and everything else, is you have to check those boxes and make sure you have enough high damage and you have enough utility to clear the fight. And you make the fight damage requirements higher where you can't do the fights unless you have enough high damage players, at least at the beginning. Right. I mean I don't I don't it, it still feels messy, but I don't know yeah, what other those direction things I can take feel, that.
2: They feel at odds with all the changes we've seen recently, like creating high damage fights, they've actively moved away from that. Um, they're always trying to lower the, the damage variance between jobs. Um, so so all those sort of distinctions feel like they're already systematically being moved out of the game. Except for when you look at like black mage versus red mage, like the just the, the Costas, difference between yeah. them is is obscene. And it's it's kind of why casters themselves exist in their own little microcosm in the corner of the Final Fantasy XIV universe, because they really, really are quite anomalous in terms of all the jobs, Black Mage particularly. Now, and the same thing about talking about do I bring a Pictomancer, when you compare it to a Black Mage, you have to obviously think about, you know, the most important thing is the rate DPS contribution, or I mean, well, in a... In a high-end environment you know whether you're racing or you're doing speed kills or like you you want your group to optimize that sort of stuff then you're looking at this thing first and uh, black mage currently doesn't really play final fantasy 14 combat it plays black mage right everything else in the game is like all working together and look at me i give you buffs you give me, me buffs we do everything together on a two minute cycle and we all have fun we use like utility abilities that are all pretty much the same shit Um, and then black mage is just like eating glue in the corner just like it's the the odd kid out just doesn't have friends it's just chilling doing its own thing and and that's fine but it's it's difficult to play because of those reasons because it's so individual it's it's not really playing around other people so much and it's doing so in a very difficult way um if pictaminta is easier to play while being the higher dps option of the two non res casters, why would I play Black Mage?
1: That goes to say, right, Sophia? It's also vice versa, right? If <laughs> Black Mage still continues to do as good as it is, and if Picto doesn't, why would you play Picto? That's what I was saying in my video, so Picto compared to Viper, Viper is gonna be eating well, really, really well. Picto is gonna be fighting for that one spot. Uh, versus Black Mage. And if it's not doing better than Black Mage, you just are not gonna see or invite Picto no. And vice versa, if Black Mage is shittier, nobody's gonna play Black Mage. You're just gonna be playing one. You can't be playing two. And and that's why I think this job... I mean, I, I, I don't know if some doom and gloom, we haven't seen anything yet, but the, situ- the, the the news already give you the fact that, man, this job is just gonna be situational, you know? It's yeah, not gonna it's, be it's like...
2: Sink or swim. It's either you bring it or you don't. It's so binary. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: I feel like they have to make Picto compete uh, with melees as well, just to hmm. even make it have a chance. Like Black Mage already is is doing more damage than melees in most of the time. Uh, You know, there's exceptions like you know Top Phase Six, which is just like notoriously difficult for Black Mage to play. But I I think if Picto doesn't do like similar damage to the melees, then if it does less damage than Black Mage, you're not gonna Bring it as a as its own caster, unless it's got some like really wacky optimization tricks that it can do. But uh, yeah, I guess we don't really we don't really know what they're up to there. But I I don't see a great future for it unless it's uh, there's something very unique about it.
0: When the uh, again right tour happens. again right we
1: are, again right just for frosty's sake we are wrapping this bec- uh within a hardcore progression. Okay, mm-hmm. so in case YouTube frogs, Start posting. Oh, I want to play for fun. Oh, anybody can play any job. Oh, anybody can play any fight. Yes, hundred percent. We are only strictly talking about progression, like serious progression. Okay, play with friends. Play with your girlfriend. Play with your ex-wife. Any any job works. All right. <laughs> so before before they start posting stuff, you know, yeah.
2: progression and and optimization and speeds and those sorts of things as well. Essentially, just high end play. If you're you know doing your your week two week three group. The job isn't going to make a difference, right? As soon as you get a little bit more geared, a DPS check doesn't matter, all that stuff. If you're not on a time crunch, ignore everything we say and play what you, care, what you enjoy.
0: But, Army um... Finder doesn't yeah, do those... that. The game just doesn't do that, right? They don't play with the... They literally go off of the conversations that we have with high-level plays. It's mean, that,
2: <laughs> more of a... Like a, a mob mentality thing, right? Not necessarily a mob mentality thing. It's more about... When you're jumping in with randoms, you want people to be playing the most efficient thing to value each other's time, right? And so if you're not doing that, then while you don't need to, it, it would be almost inconsiderate. Like if I join on a you know an enraged group and they're like, "Oh, we've been you know we've enraged at three percent, seven times. Help us," and I join on my red mage, they're going to be like, "What are you doing here?" it's It's that exact problem, right? Like you want to bring the most to the table at all times. It, it's kind of like a an almost social pressure to do so. There's been lots of talk, I know, particularly in JP as well, that's like why they all you go to a 24-man on JP servers, and there's like 16 red mages in there. And it's all because of that exact reason. They're like, I want to be able to contribute to the most of the team. Not necessarily damage, but because people aren't enraging in a 24-man that doesn't exist. They're, they're there to make sure the run succeeds. And as many red mages as possible is probably going to be the way to do that. So that sort of mentality is what generally drives people to want to play the optimal thing in Party Finder as well.
0: Mm. Well, not the, the problem is not wanting the, the people who want to play the optimal thing, it's the people who only require the optimal, right? Or they say, I only accept the most optimal jobs. I only accept all this stuff. Uh, which, you know, it's funny, you know, you're trying to save them time. You're like, I, I if I get the best group in here... Uh, then we will be more efficient within there. But if it takes longer for that group to fill out, because you're getting this one particular job instead of opening up to two other jobs, then you're wasting time waiting on it to fill up in the first place, right? Mm. So, I mean, I I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's that's party finder-specific stuff, and uh, we we all play Black Mage. We don't even get to party finders in the first place. We shouldn't even talk about it, so...
0: Well,
4: I mean, that's part (laughs) of the
0: problem. (laughs) I mean, would we talk about... To be completely honest, right? Actually, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like a lot of the player base is Party Finder focused, where they're doing the content inside Party Finder. They may, or maybe it's more static focused, where more players are playing together in statics instead of Party Finder. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, but I feel like Party Finder has the most ra- active raiding community in that sense. Is that people mm-hmm. are joining, people are playing with other people because they don't have time to stay with a group anything else, uh? But you know, I don't I don't know. I just know it's substantial. And talking about how the current jobs work in Party Finder is pretty important in general. Uh it's very important, you know, they shouldn't balance towards the world race, right? They shouldn't balance towards the high optimal and just let that kind of play out and people kind of do that. They they need to balance towards the general population of people who are the game. Um, so
2: If you go way, way back to what I said earlier about when you ask different people what they think of the state of caster. Yeah. that's exactly what i was talking about when you join a party finder and you see someone join on a summoner you're like oh hell yes this person can roll their face on their keyboard and do like 90 percent of their like optimal damage that's why a lot of people think that summoner is good design because it doesn't matter how good they are everybody can press the same button 15 you know 20 times in a minute because that's functionally what they do yeah. when the ceiling is that low like the ability to perform is so much easier, so much more accessible. And while I am a huge advocate for accessibility in games, I don't think that the, an entire job's identity should be
4: based around that. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Summoner being the way that it is
2: gives me nothing but just like bad vibes what Pictomancer is going to release like. I am so scared that job is just going to be well, I I'm going to be sleeping.
0: Yeah. We look at the recent job design for Sage and Reaper, right? That's the direction they're going in with how they're making jobs, I would think. right? And so we can kind of think that that would simulate a Hopefully. little bit of how they move to casters. Uh, which, I, I don't mind Sage. I thought Sage was fine. It's, Sage is fine. You know, uh, yeah. it's interesting. It's hard to read the abilities. Uh, other than that, you know, it's pretty good. Uh, I haven't actually gone to my Reaper arc, but yeah most job they release since
1: storm's blood has been perfect it's just that when you go into the next patch they somehow mess it up but summoner is the opposite summoner i feel that they 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 rework it so bad like if summoner they add in another summon basically you know tldr two more gcd one more of gcd actually summoner would be great but if they release picto like they release you know like sophia said they release Pictor like they release the rework, uh Summoner and, and and if it does equally damage- I mean, he already said, right? Yoshi-P already said, right? It's going to be like Black Mage. It's going to be purely doing damage. That's why there's no rest, but uh, it's not going to do as much as Black Mage bracket. He didn't say it, but in terms of ADPS, it's going to be probably RDPS competitive, right? To, to Black Mage ADPS, right? So it's like, okay, but it can't be simple. Because if it's simple, then you ask the question, why? Then why Black Mage, you know? That's the, that's the problem. And, I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, two of you probably are Black Mage mains, right? I'm not sure about how you guys feel about rage. Mage. I am mainly a rage Mage main. Mainly. It, it, hurt, it broke my heart that when Yoshi P says that, the reason why rage Mage is now, you know, all the way down there is because we have the rest. And then, we are down there with the likes of the Reward Summoner, which is brain dead. And just because they don't have the Unlimited rest and we do... And now we are doing that that, that i feel is very un, uncalled for because if you release mage like that i will be put my hands in the air and say you know what this is not what i want but when i play mage from 4.0 until now it has been so i think mage is balanced uh up, up to now in terms of damage not not talking about utility Utility is broken right for proc but when i play mage, i feel like okay if the party don't require the rest I am still contributing the number I need to contribute. But right now, it's like Sophia says, if you're in an enriched 3% party and I join as a red mage now, I feel bad. People is going to look at me like, what the, you know what I mean? Now, this, this, it changes. And as a red mage man, I just don't like it. I'm not sure about how you guys, how the two of you feel about red mage, but at least for me, I just feel it's very uncalled for. It makes me there's feel one, like...
2: There's a way mm-hmm. to fix that. You can have a <laughs> black stance and a white stance. When you're in white stance, you're allowed to do the raise. When you're in black stance, you can't use it and you do 5% more damage. But it, you can't you can't change it in combat. As soon as the pull starts, you're locked into one of those.
0: I mean, a simpler Ooh. fix would just be taking away dual cast from raise, right? And just make it not hit raise. Yes. I mean, take take that away and like one thing and then Whoa. it's just as good as summoner in that, that sense of raising people. Yeah? Or give melee There's abilities, you know, enemies give those positionals that'd be that'd be interesting wouldn't it making red majors do positionals in there (laughs) hey everyone i hope you're enjoying the show we're going to take a quick intermission break to discuss a couple of our show sponsors tokyo treat and Socorroco. If you're unfamiliar with them, give me just a second, I'll tell you what they're about. Tokyo Treat is a monthly snack box that includes up to 20 exclusive limited edition and seasonal flavored Japanese snacks. Torko is another monthly snack box focused on supporting local Japanese snack makers, which include 20 traditional, authentic, and artisan snacks. They also come with Japanese teas and special items like tableware. It's spring in Japan, which means the much anticipated cherry blossom season has arrived, also known as Hanami. So that means both boxes will include Sakura themed snacks and goodies. So let's go ahead and check them out. For Tokyo Treat, the box will come with Sakura Castilla cakes, shortbread cookies, leaf crackers, mini cookies, and much more Sakura themed items. And what we're gonna try today is actually the pear tart though. Uh, let me go ahead and show you the box real quick. It's a pretty neat box here. It's pink Sakura flavored, of course, as well. The box must be Sakura flavored, too. Uh, But it's really cool. Uh, You can see all the different art styles and everything on the box. You'll get a box exactly like this if you order uh, within the time frame to get this box. Uh, But, yeah, the pear tart is what I'm going to try. It's this (laughs) amazing-looking box here. It has a whole box to itself here. I think it's actually multiple pear tarts. And, okay, wait a minute. I see, actually, there's some... uh, places where you kind of push in on the box and kind of just open it up like a Oh, I'll show you I'll show you I'll show you give me a second take this off then you have your little box right here nice little instructions on the bottom too open this guy up I'm guessing the idea is that you leave these in the tray here you pop it back in the box if you want to as well a little serving thing. But yeah, this is the uh, treat. If I get a, a little closer, it's hard to get the focus on it just right. These are the pear tarts here. That is really light and um, it has a sweet taste to it. It tastes a little bit like uh, white chocolate as well. These were very good. They were very good. What interests me the most was the box, of course, but uh, I was expecting them to be, I thought maybe they were gonna be a little bit bigger, but having this is actually really awesome for just having a nice little bite-sized treat. So uh, yeah, uh, again, S tier, wonderful snack, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it too if you get a box. Now let's go and check out the Gorko box, see what they have for us as well. In their box, they have snacks like mochi, biscuits, dorayaki, Donuts, candy, and much, much more. Again, all sakura flavored. Okay, with the Co box, we have this awesome, amazing again uh, sakura themed box uh, where you can have all the little flowers on the side. It's absolutely beautiful here. Um, we have a handful of things to show you from that box. One, of course, I want to show you the tableware that they give you. This is a sakura nico plate that they have. You have little cats in the design here too. Might be a little bit difficult to see again with the focus and everything here. Uh, but it is a uh, a beautiful plate. And we have tea we're going to try. But first I want to try the Sakura Mochi. Because I am a huge fan of the Mochi of course. Oh my gosh it looks so good. Oh <laughs> uh, alright. Alright. get a slight close up look of that. Mmm. Oh okay, yeah, it is, uh, it's, it's light and it, it tastes, I, I don't know how to else to describe it, but like a score <laughs> mochi here, um, it's very flavorful, but it doesn't feel intense by any means at all. Oh my okay, alright. Now the tea is actually a little bit special this time it's not just you know in a tea bag here uh you you are actually brewing the flowers they're sending you for the secours tea let me just open it up and show it to you first and i'll go brew it and come back and i'll do editing magic to make it seem like it's a lot quicker than it really is you can see this is where the flowers kind of start out uh, and then they open up in the hot water give me just a moment i'll be right back with the tea I have returned and I have the tea in hand. I've given it a little bit of time to cool down a bit. I'm going to give you a glimpse of it just so you can see the flowers in there without trying not to spill it everywhere. It is, uh, it smells really nice. Oh, it's very, um, (laughs) it tastes like spring. (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. It tastes like spring. It's very good. Uh, I do generally like tea that has flowers inside of it that open up. Uh, I feel like those flavors just feel taste better, I guess. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much, Corico, for this delicious tea. Both of these boxes will come with these amazing booklets that will give you all the information you need on the snacks just in case you're curious and maybe you can't read some of it. It has wonderful images, lots of amazing stuff, even going over this uh, season of for Cherry Blossom and for Hanami. But you should check them out if definitely if you're getting these boxes just to make the experience that much better. And with that being said, thank you everybody for giving me a moment of your time in the middle of the show to do this intermission with Sakurako and Tokyo Treat. They are both great services, and it could be a great gift for a friend or a family member, or maybe just a gift to yourself. Japanese snacks delivered straight to your door from Japan, all while supporting Mog Talk and everything that we do here. If you want to, use the link and the code in the description uh, to get the boxes and you'll get $5 off your first box. Thank you, Tokyo Treat and Sekorco, for sponsoring us yet again this month. And enjoy the rest of the show, everybody.
4: I think a lot of um,
3: I think a lot of people have done that. Uh, have wanted that kind of black shift and white shift, like they've like Red Mage has in PvP, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got it in there. They can adopt a similar thing in you know mm-hmm. PVE content. Um, you know, I I don't know about like not being able to switch it in the in the fight or not. I I'm. I think that would be cool, but also I'm, I'm sure people get annoyed as well.
1: I mean, um, prop just, mode just and prop happen, mode but... and DPS mode. I like it actually.
2: It, yeah. it
3: removes the. A... Yeah.
2: So the the current problem, right, is that you go into a farm and you're like, I don't do damage. But if you do need the res, like you have it, it's still there, available to you. If you want the damage, you have to lose the utility. It's it's a it's a it's a balancing knob, right? Hmm. So if you if you want them to have the damage and the ability to just shift and do the, the healing and raising as well, that's, that's imbalance. That would create the exact same problem we have now, except I do too much damage. So that has to be one or the other, right? It's power it's, uh, budget is a thing that I, I, I've heard the word a bunch of times in the past. But essentially, every job has like, you know when you, you make a character and like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2? And you, like, you, know, you get 50 points and you put 5 into speed and 5 into balance and all that stuff. You get that in every job in Final Fantasy. But their, their, their stats that you're putting points into when they design the jobs are like damage, utility, ease of play, uh, mobility, you know, all that stuff. So the, yeah, the list goes on. Obviously, these are arbitrary. Right, 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 right. right yeah, yeah. So much of Red Mage's power budget is tied up in, in VRRs and its interactions oh. and its utility. So if they have that available to them at any other time, everything else has to be weakened to compensate for just how good that button is. Mm. But if you give them the ability to remove that button completely by locking it out of a, of a fight or combat, then you can give them buffs in other areas to make them stronger, make them do more damage. Give Maybe, you know, it just empowers bolden, makes them bolden stronger. So, you, you know, it still doesn't decimate solo content because they still balance around that as well. Like those they, sorts of things.
0: They kinda of have that, right? If you're in your melee combo, you're not resident anybody. Okay, okay so what do you think <laughs> they
2: give them another finisher to lock you out of
0: <laughs> so yeah. we can
2: only have so many ver finishes, right? If, if okay, if it the end of this expansion or when the we get Dawn Trail and we get Ver finisher seven, I'm I might just uninstall. I, I don't know if I can handle another big red shiny thing at the end of my melee combo. There's too many already, yeah. man
0: uh yeah i red mage is is definitely an interesting one i mean it's the one because i in party finder resin is fucking overpowered for sure uh (laughs) because people just die all the time and they're all with body checks right you need people alive for those body checks and so like uh that's why i love healing healing in party finder is so fucking Amazing. It feels great. It's one of the only roles mm-hmm. where you actually don't have power. Uh, yeah. You, you I mean you have power, but you're a reactive player versus just doing exactly what you do every single time for the fight, which is what a lot of players do. Red Mage kind of gets a variety of that with their reses and everything, but not nearly the same because you don't have to deal with healing mistakenly. Uh that make mistakes of other players when they you can vercure. Do you guys ever vercure on red mage? prog? Yeah, okay yeah. all right most players probably don't outside of the hard world first prog use for cure they every might. time
2: the boss jumps you press it once that's that's what most people should be doing but it's
0: yeah <sighs> yeah well i mean like uh i i feel like they could be doing the red stuff there's a handful of easy fixes for it and i don't know why they're not doing it like what you're talking about It would be a fun way to fix it right it would be a systematic way to fix it uh but again they could just easily take away the instant cast from dual cast and that would reduce its value a lot
1: i just think it's their confidence that this works this separation of i mean they are now doing it right maybe they have this plan for a long time i mean picto didn't come from nowhere clearly this job has already been designed you know, on the drawing board, thinking about how it's gonna and code balance the caster, right? Maybe they think that, you know, introducing Picto as the pure damage type is gonna balance like how they did for healers, right? You know, two barrier, two two pure, two pure DPS, two utility uh, casters. Maybe going into 7.0, let's just say nothing changed. Maybe they are still confident that with this separation, you know, segmenting these two casters' role, uh, within, within this role, they still, you know, segment into two. Maybe they think that they are confident that it will work. I hope that it doesn't. I hope that everything we say so far about how big maybe don't fit in or if it fit in, the summoner get omitted, it doesn't solve it. Then maybe they need to look into it and say, okay, us putting it 50-50, pure damage, utility just doesn't work. People don't buy it. People don't play the way we want to play. Then maybe they will decide to like, okay, let's just, okay, I, I know this might not be in a good way. Maybe make them become like the tank's treatment. And then it, 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 would, it, it, it could be boring, yes, but that's probably an 8, 8.0 thingy. But I think 7.0, I think I just think they are confident. They are confident that Great Mage being all this rezzing has its place, Picto has its place, Black Mage has its place. I just want to see it not happening before they make yeah. a change. But hey, if it works, if it somehow works, it sticks, somehow we find for some reason they found a way to blow all of this discussion out and somehow make all four casters so well-balanced like Mealish right now, I would, I would take it and say, I will eat my words and say, wow, well well done. But I just don't see it, right?
4: So
2: I think there's, there's one thing that gives me a little bit of hope. And that was that at the start of Endwalker, they talked about them wanting to take away Summoner's Rares in the That mm. They talked about it and they think, oh, it's something we'll think about again down the line.
4: I, I actually thought it would be it what,
2: Oh, they, they, they say, definitely did are, they I say think. That? They did, yeah. That was part yes, of the Yes, they, they did, they did, they did, yeah. The funniest thing about it at the time was the fact that, you know, someone with one less button is even more barren of just like things to press, but that's a different conversation. It shows that they're still thinking about the balance of res within the caster role. And maybe something they already have in plan will well, yeah, like Arthur said, just solve this problem that we're talking about. That there won't be this huge division between casters and merely are very balanced right now and and a very healthy spot. However, there's what? Six of them? And two raid right spots. Yeah, there's yeah. four casters and probably one. one. So yeah. you So, like, yeah, even if casters are all very well balanced, it's still in a more competitive spot for the majority of players than melee will be. It's just, it's an inherently difficult position to be in. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been waiting for a caster for a very long time to be added, but I'm like... I'm nervous about it because I don't see how they can make it work within the, the current scope and scale of uh, I mean, party compositions.
0: With the raid fight design, again, the two melee thing is not a complete requirement. They would have to try to do something to force that mindset away mm. from the players too, right? And make that like, this yeah. is not like two melee; melees, just not part of a raid composition. That's just, if you want to do it, that third is whatever. They need to push that narrative pretty hard on their side if they, they want to do that. And then it would make it a little bit more balanced overall with how who's getting invited to the group. But uh, they could also water down, like, the res value in general and just give a lot of other jobs and a lot of other roles Like Give Paladin a res or something. Give, uh, you know, Machinist can get a defibrillator. I don't know. Or change the way that they res people where it's just not a regular res Whereas maybe a living dead version of a res or something where you have the healers have to heal them up or they have to get up to a certain point or they just die again. I don't know. There could be some other functions they could add to it to make it not as powerful as just a straight up res. Criterion.
2: Right. Criterion has this the solved with limited no. reses per combat. Uh and what's it called? Like BA had that before as well. You know, like if you if you put external restrictions on the way in which you can raise and then give controlled global like methods that people can res that are like you know shared or you know everybody has the same power in this regard, you can you can solve those problems. There are so many ways they can do it um and this expansion would have probably been the perfect time to implement it the one we just had because shadowbringers was getting to the point of there being a big division it wasn't so bad before that point it started getting a little bit bad in shadowbringers and in walker it's been very very clear and the result from the developers to address that is this huge damage disparity so if they want to narrow that fixing res is i think the first thing they have to do to do so
1: well you know a lot of people always say right oh but if we do that it would be like world warcraft okay i am not saying that world warcraft rest system is good but let's not pretend to say that the current rest situation in final fantasy 14 is not bad it's horrendous the the rest is too Rey, Mage, particularly rest is just too strong really you, you can't ignore i think criterion perfect i think ba did perfect i think let's be honest right no healers like to press swift cast for rest let's be honest just let healers have two charges of instant cast reses or, or even better don't take mp just two instant charges each healer have two and then your combat uh, caster get one so five reses per fight i think that's okay i don't think that's too little i think that's perfect but i think it's a good solution right so it's like, yeah. we are not trying to combat, or say that WoW combat system is good, uh, rest system is good, it's just 14-1 is out of control, and we haven't even
0: talked about Healer LB. Mm. So it's like... I mean, they designed fights around Healer LB right now, so I don't I don't know.
2: The other thing that they've done, in terms of designing fights, is they've designed fights in a way to combat Battle Rez, and people don't like it with body checks. People complain about it all the time, that you need life for this, and res won't generally save you from that all eight people need to do it correctly you can't res your way out of it that method of punishment people generally dislike i mean depending on the the way in which they use it i I have different opinions but it's a widely talked about thing as being not enjoyed by i think when you go below the top players playing because you know it's, it's just another hurdle and the people who probably engage with it more across the the amount of time that they play, where it's that's the thing they're struggling with, is the eight people you know succeeding a mechanic. It becomes incredibly frustrating, and that's almost feels like a direct response to Res as well, and their attempts to kind of rein it back in. So, hopefully, if the, it's another thing as well, where when they can change the way that Res works, if they do decide to do it, they can then go back to less annoying I mean, and bad feeling fight design in that regard
0: i'm i'm mm-hmm. a semi fan of body checks in a way as long as they're recoverable but body checks right a lot of body yeah. checks within final fantasy 14 at least in the recent tier are recoverable and in, in some manner and there's a lot of rng russian roulette kind of stuff going on during uh, like stuff like p11 if the healer dies and uh, it just randomly hits another person on the group aoe and it could just all work out in the end right uh, mm-hmm. the other way you 50, wipe 50, completely. Yeah. So there's like this level of risk and reactive kind of play you have to do, too, that is kind of entertaining and fun if you're playing healer to support the group and not just get a high DPS number or clear it faster, or else you're just you're trying to recover other people's mistakes. There's lots of neat little ways you could do it. Even in DSRs, I'm realizing, too, there's a lot of fun stuff you could do with resurrection timing, like when people mess up the towers and you resume a tower run back to your spot, whatever else within like p2 right there's a fun a handful of fun things they could do while still having body checks is timing those reses so it works within the body checks they put in uh but i don't know
1: no no so, i agree i agree i like i like body checks i'm a big fan of body checks i'm a big fan of you want to proc to the next mechanic then do everything right but that is obviously speaking at a high level like sophia says lower level people pf i think is too punishing frustrating for them but I agree that if you want to do body check, do body checks. But make sure that they are recovered. Like limit card, for example, from tea, it's in, it's not recoverable. That one is just, uh, I mean, those are the gates, right? Those are always the gates, you know? After leaving liquid limit card and wormhole, those are just the gates, right? But like, say, inception, but like, say, predation, death, maybe even suppression. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, even maybe annihilation, for example, like, like UCOP, right? I think... You, you have a lot of body checks, but you can recover, right? And yes, you don't meet DPS check when they are on content, sure. But I do feel like those are less frustrating. Same for nail. You die on nail, fine. Nail DPS check is lax. You can get past it, but still, you have to do on content. You have to do it perfectly still. But, you know, still, this rest situation just, I mean, all this problem it's funny, is yeah. all because it's, it came <laughs> yeah. from that. Casters,
0: and yes res- the conversation always goes around resurrection because all... that's casters yes uh hmm. the, the whole the narrative of, of playing casters in a way but i mean they could also yes, start doing savage into. fights and like maybe even extreme fights in a sense like they do ultimates in a way where you have dps checks per phase instead of just one big dps check for the entire fight right mm-hmm. that could be another way to battle it is that you have to meet these little dps checks i mean we had Foss back in the day where you had to hit like at least a certain point to get into the fight right it's so the
2: the little dps check thing is a problem that's plagued the difference in casters for a very long time it's why summoner in the past with its previous design has absolutely fucking destroyed every single ultimate that's ever been released because what they do is they put Nice little packaged phases in which are exactly the right time for every job in the game to play, except Black Mage, and then Summoner because it was able to you know manipulate timers and then do like double Bahamut's in certain phases and things like that. Absolutely dumps at those phases. And then you have things like P uh, final phase of top, right? Like, mm. Black Mage is generally when you do these short phases, the one that gets the short end of the stick just by design. It's so restricted in the way that it can use its cooldowns. Uh, it just it doesn't have as much sort of flexibility outside of pooling Xenoglossies, I guess. Um, and it's that's just the difference between being a burst class and a sustained DPS class. It's, it's kind of all it comes down to. So that sort of design kind of exacerbates or, or exaggerates the difference between the casters, which are very fun and uniquely designed, but with the design philosophy of Square content designers being every job can do this, which they can all do it, but you again, just look at P six top, right? Look at the difference between Black Mage and Summoner. You do more damage on Summoner on average, while like it's it's the sweaty dude versus the singing dude meme. Like that's it's literally the perfect example of that. And and it doesn't I feel am, fun.
1: My my mind, uh, uh, top P six is the for me. I mean, I wouldn't say the last draw, but for me, <laughs> it's the last thing I needed to do on Black Mage. I have been trying to play Black Mage like I was talk, telling the Frosty in this tweet, right? Just YOLO. Yes, that's what I've always been playing. It is impossible. Top P6, you cannot YOLO. It is impossible. You just... You, when you YOLO, you just lose the damage. And then, like Sophia said... Okay, I always say this, Sophia. See whether you agree with me. Black Mage, right? Is the guy, right? That play optimally so that you lose... You, you play this rotation not because it's optimized... You play this rotation because you lose the least damage. At the end of the day, you always lose damage. Because in a vacuum, compared to melee, compared to any other class, they never lose damage. In fact, like you say, some classes that pull resource, Reaper, they gain damage. Red Mage, they gain damage. Summoner, they gain damage. But Black Mage playing all this intermission, you are losing damage, but you are cutting your loss to a minimal. And when, when Square Enix buff Black Mage, it is so that we lose lesser damage, not because we are gaining more damage. That's, mm. that's, that, that's the big difference, I think, for, for Black Mage. And that's why I think they, they can't balance it properly, you know, because of that. Yeah. Oh,
2: what, one other thing that actually made me think of, in terms of Black Mage playstyle and the way the developers are pushing it, is every change that I've made recently has just further incentivized playing crit, which takes away the ability mm. of, of doing one of, I think, the, the more fun things also not necessarily the ability to the viability of playing fast black mage which i mean was already kind of hindered by the way the class is designed and you're less fortunate with mp ticks and things like that but slow black mage when you're doing things like buffing xenoglossy which i don't know why they did that (laughs) it they either need to make uh your your polyglots scale with speed or they just need to Reattribute the the buffs they did to xenoglossy onto average GCD, so fire four those sorts of things, so that your your average per cast damage goes up instead of being like I'm gonna do the one single big hit and pray. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, like when we get into like the gearing conversation, black mage is the only one that has the ability currently to debate. You know what? What's what's the direction I want to go with gear Mm -hmm. and stats and everything else? And I actually, you know what, I'm gonna point this over at you, Axu. How do you feel about? You know, that that state of gearing with Black Mage versus the other casters. uh, And what would be your preference on how that goes forward in the future?
3: I mean, yeah, like, like Svia said, Black Mage, you know, you've got two sets. You've got a spell speed aimed build, which minimizes crit. And you've got a crit build that minimizes spell speed, basically. And all the changes they've done over the expansion have kind of just made crit Black Mage even better. Um, I think Xenoglossy went from like 660 potency at the start to 880 now. It's, it's kind of ridiculous how much it's been buffed over time. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they try and implement some sort of auto crit on the job, which would incentivize crit Black Mage even more. Um, it is annoying as someone who does, like, you know, I, I do play both styles of Black Mage, yeah. but obviously I want to prioritize the crit build because, I mean, for what I do, it's better. But um, it also, it just shares the most gear with the other casters. You know, Red Mage does mm-hmm. not want to play Spell Speed. You're not going to have a good time if you play Spell Speed Red Mage. And if you play Spell Speed Summoner, you're not really doing enough damage unless you're in, you know, level 70 ultimates. So,
0: so it's kind
3: of become a, there's no build diversity. I say build diversity, it's not really a thing anyways. But there's no diversity in terms of, you know, you can't really play Spell Speed of the other casters. I mean, we don't know how Picto will be, but if you play Spell Speed Black Mage, you're kind of locked to playing Mm. Black Mage or, like, suboptimal Red Mage and Summoner.
0: Yeah, I I started on Spell Speed Black Mage before I went to Red Mage and uh, Summoner. So I played Spell Speed Summoner because I'm lazy of gear. I don't give a fuck. 660 right now, great. You know, I'm not going to go get best in slot when I'm just trying out and having fun with the jobs. Right, I just want to see how it feels. What it and it, it skill speed, spell speed is just such a fucking thing in this game that is so it's so weird. Like you go for this like perfect number. Sometimes it's a little bit more cozy if you have a good ping. Sometimes it's not right, and you're just kind of like messing around with that so it lines up with all the things that are not affected by it with skill uh, spell speed and skill speed, right? And it feels they they really got to fix the stat system if they want to make anything more interesting than it is right now because crit direct. Hit, crit, direct hit. Like, if you make a guide and you're like, what material should you use? Crit, direct hit, everything. Fuck thinking anymore tonight. I mean, you could try to get like a cool spell speed, skill speed that's like right on point with everything else, but you're going to be lazy. You can tell people just put crit and direct hit and all their stuff and they're good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's one thing as well, right?
1: I, I mean, at least spell speed, skill speed, I feel like it's kind of fun. Direct hit is straight up not fun. Especially if you are a healer and a tank, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. How did we get here? You know, I am I'm, I'm I mean, accuracy is shit. I'm not saying accuracy is good or better. Accuracy is shit. But direct hit is is bad too. So, and keynote also doesn't say anything about melding. So I mean, we we assume that it's gonna be the same, right? Or maybe there will be some changes. I don't know, but. I don't know man, yeah, seven point gearing system. Ge- I mean the way to gear just thing is gonna be the same. Yeah. I'm gonna, gonna, I think a, lot gonna of people would,
3: a lot of people would want like meld plates, especially for casters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You, there's people who play you know the the top black mage uh build right now in terms of damage is like two point four four or like two point four two spell speed. There's even builds that go as low as two point four seven with relics. And It's just, like, if you want to play, like, a, you know, a 2.3 Black Mage, which is perfectly viable in terms of, you know, most content, you're putting spell speed melds on, like, every single piece of gear, and then you want to play Red Mage, it's like, okay, I gotta, you know, spend, like, 10 minutes just, like, unmelding all my stuff, putting crit or direct hit or determination on everything else, and then, oh, you want to play Black Mage again, oh, you gotta remeld again, and it's just, like, a pain in the ass, and, uh, it's, it's something I, I think they should really just add. I'm kind of surprised it's not there yet, but helps a lot with playing multiple casters.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's still not as bad as, I guess, melee in general. If you want to play all the melees, you have three different types of gear on the left side you got mm-hmm. to manage, too. Kind of silly. But I think they just want those jobs to look <laughs> like a ninja, and when you play plant Dragoon, it's not going to look like a ninja when you play Dragoon, right? And so they're trying to like diversify like that, that way. But uh, it's overall, it's it's goofy. I wish there was more viable. I wish they would go in some route of like, hey, you could play a spell speed. I mean, the meta never works out that way. It's always one direction's the right direction, right? Just Black Mage kind of hit that little balancing point that was kind of interesting for a bit. I think they can't do that for other jumps. But it'd be neat if they tried i guess i don't
2: it, that's one of the coolest things i think about black mage or at least historically is it's one of the jobs where as you get more speed different things become available to you like you can literally like you reach a certain point you're like oh i can go from you know like a, a three five four despair to, to a four five four despair or i can now get mm-hmm, five mm-hmm. five just in my ley lines and these are things that you're then keeping track of and it and it actively changes your gameplay right mm. which is something that doesn't exist across other jobs unless the the fight starts forces you to do something different the choices you make are, are practically irrelevant you're, you're following a script black mage has like multiple scripts which it can follow but we're being actively kind of pushed away from from that idea which i dislike e- even yoshi P himself said that the way that he likes to do it is at the start of the tier or at the start of the expansion he'll stack spell speed until he gets to the threshold that he's comfortable with and mm-hmm. then the gear will give him naturally that spell speed afterwards so he never goes faster with more gear which gives him the ability to he just loses crit early and then gets crit later because of the gear scaling which kind of just shows you i guess probably the way the job is designed it's like they think that it should be a specific threshold and then no more no less for the entire expansion but that's the fun part or one of the fun parts about the job is that there is that that adaptive playstyle, as you get to these different thresholds, which you know aren't available in the first tier, you can't reach certain amounts of, of spell speed to do certain wrinkles in your rotation that you can later on. Uh, and it's just yeah, it's just something that we've lost because of this. You know, you must be playing crit or else you're kind of trolling a little bit thing that we got going on right now.
0: I'll let you know. I've had shit gear, and I've played miserable plenty of times, and no one calls me out on it. Most people don't. don't. That is. Oh, it's not
2: about out. other people. It's about how you feel playing the job. Yourself, yeah, I mean yeah, that's true yeah. too. Yeah, how you feel yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but I guess you know the one we've talked a little bit about red mage. We talked a lot about black mage, right? Because again, that's a huge part of the conversation. Red mage and black mage make up a lot of the conversation we talk about. casters, summoner is just like, come on, man, what 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 are we what are we doing? Uh, and so the the only thing that like really nerfs summoner in comparison to like red mage with the raising everything is that it's better to use swift cast on one of your damage abilities than it is to res somebody if you want to do the most damage possible right like you only don't hit that swift cast if you're in a proc environment where you want to res people uh and so, you don't need to do max TP.
2: they actively tried to disincentivize that thank god um it used to be a thing where the recast was shorter than the cast on your effort uh but technically it's still a game to use it under buffs because you can get the 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 ruby right under under uh, raid buffs that you wouldn't otherwise if you didn't swift it in a lot of situations but at the start of the expansion before they made the recast match the cast on that on that button it was better to swift for damage and i, I didn't like that idea because it made people play really dumb when you look at them um so good job square Enix. you made people actually riz sometimes uh <laughs> but like there's no there's nothing going on in that job like if they if they released yeah. this in in the beta of 2.0, I would have been like, "Cool, give it a little bit more, more cooking, and maybe we've got a 2.0 job, right?" And a realm reborn, however many years ago that is. The fact that they released it in that state today is just it's mind blowing to me about how just watered down it feels. So they I got think... the class fantasy. They finally got the class fantasy right, right. Finally, but they completely missed the ball uh, on the second to second gameplay. The but the
0: just what video. it does, yeah. What no, it means to slay Summoner. When we talk about Summoner, the question is what do we do to make Summoner interesting and fun and enjoyable and something that would make it a better job in general? What are the fixes? Besides resing and dealing with that, like we've already talked about that a good bit, but...
4: well, Ooh, they've
0: ooh actively,
2: GCD! <laughs> they've, they've actively moved away from everything interacting with its pet, kind of, at all. I think the last vestige of it is single og cds that scholar presses nothing else actually interacts with their pet at all like you may have to time it correctly on a couple of classes but you're not actually doing anything once you've summoned it so the solution to summoner to make it more complex is probably give it pet interaction but they're not going to do that so you need to give them choices within their rotation i think that they have that aren't
0: well you could hit it could have been a different order um, Right? You don't have to have them with the same or you can do Ifrit first or Titan first or Garuda first, whatever.
2: My initial. It not seem
3: very interesting though.
2: No, my initial (laughs) thought, to make it even just slightly more uh, involving, is you give them more summons than they have time for. Mm. And so. Kind of like how you. So what you do is you make the summons themselves long casts. So if you want to have the highest damage, you're going to be spending more time stationary and you're going to get all of your summons out, and then you're going to use their big hits, which are long casts, and then if you want to use the extra fillers for mobility, you're going to do less damage. So for example, you have Leviathan as as a summon as well, and if you want to do the highest damage, you'll cut out, for example, your Emerald Rites, the really fast Garuda one, but then you'll use your, your Ruby Rites, which are the long casts, you'll use um like say leviathan has a long channel as well you use your slipstream all of those things which require you to stand still and cast to do more damage you can do that but you don't have time to use everything in the book mm. but if you want to chop a little bit of damage then you can use the the faster abilities to do so that adds a little bit of you know decision making why is
1: this yeah yes yeah
2: now okay. that's like a, that's a very rudimentary like simple fix the honest thing is, I think it needs something else to juggle, and unfortunately, the easiest answer to that is a dot. Just, just give it big dots. I don't know why they took them away, man. It's, it was, it was its identity for so long.
0: You know, currently uh,
4: it's
2: like, yeah, you know,
0: no. I was just gonna say on that conversation, you just give them if you're gonna give them a fourth summon, give them a remove, all right? And then you're dealing with uh, lightning, thunder damage, which is a dot in some way, right? And you just add that into. The summoner category again bring dots back a little bit to the job.
2: It depends because if you just have like, like slipstream, isn't a I mean, it's a dot, but you don't have to think about it, right? You press right. the button once, and then it's the tank's responsibility <laughs> after that to make sure it's still in there. Or like I mean, I guess you have to think about it being in there later, but well, so dot, some of the
0: jobs they got to make sure it stays yeah. in there, right? or some of the raids, right? They got to make sure that it stays in there. Other ones that
2: <laughs> for a dot, generally it's about it's about uptime, it's about upkeep, it's about a constant thing to keep track of. Mm-hmm. which in the current game is, you know, every 30 seconds because they don't like any other time out of that. But at least it's something else to track. Right now it feels really empty. Where you've got your very, very basic, press your Legos, summon your big dude, press your energy drain every minute. Energy, energy drain feels so disconnected as well because of the lack of things that it's interacting with. Like Festa was tied to dots. Energy drain was a system for Festa taking away the core system oh. for energy drain for Festa means that like they, they feel disconnected now because they don't have something they're interacting with. And it just leaves this gaping hole in the job where I'm just like, there should be something else for me here to be doing, but there just isn't. And I don't know the answer to it. Like, how do they... They made like, a really nicely like put together package of just nothing.
0: You know, someone in chat just said, add Ramu and Shiva to something. I was like, "What would Shiva really bring?" But, but you know what Shiva could bring—ice movement to your character, where you slide in a direction, sort of like Avant, right? And you just kind of slide in that direction really quick, and then you add, you're adding movement. Or... I mean,
2: you can steal you can steal directly from Ninja and have Shiva use a a bind like Hioton, Hyo, uh, and then when you have a cooldown up she does a diamond dust and does huge damage instead. You mm-hmm. literally just steal what uh, Kasatsu does to, Hyo, uh, to Hyoton and turn it into Hyosho. If, even mm-hmm. just that, you now have an extra thing to think about every minute or every other minute. Just just something else to do other mm-hmm. than... Like what Sophia this...
1: says, right? Choice, choices, right? It doesn't even need to be like... Some, Shiva has to be part of the rotation always. Up, on CD, up, no. Maybe just because that one minute buff is up, that specific summon is Shiva. And after that, that one minute, even though Shiva is up, no, you're not going to use Shiva, right? Because you don't have that buff to, you know, like he said, increase this one ability, right? So it's just one more thing to track, you know? Because right now it's... I I, I don't know. How, how do you design job 10 years later? Yes, you simplify some job, and then summoner become like that. And then Black Mage is still, like, so complex. Red Mage is... Okay. Not difficult but at least i don't know i i i just just don't know how did they come up with this i i just
0: don't know it uh, blows my mind exu uh what are your thoughts on summoner
3: i actually really like Svia's idea of of having it have more summons than it has time to fit in like a normal like 60 second window um you know you can give it for example three more summons maybe you give it you know leviathan ramu shiva or whatever you want to call it um Obviously, there's going to end up being some optimal, you know, use these three, uh, skip Garuda or whatever you want to call it, that people will find out and people will try and maximize their DPS that way. But then you'll get into the weeds of people being, oh, I want to build Spell Speed Summoner now because I can maybe get five out of the six instead of three. And that, that creates some, at least some interesting, you know, mm. slightly, diff- slightly different gameplay uh, elements that someone can do. and. You know, Spell Speed Summoner is also kind of a meme because stuff starts falling out of raid buffs, um, which, you know, teammates don't like. A lot of people are very damage focused, parse pilled in this community, and, you know, if someone's not playing into your buffs, they don't really like that. But if there's some alternative uh, playstyle that uh, fits in that way, I think that would be pretty interesting.
2: whether it be combinations of summons creating extra effects like if you get two be it fire effort then shiva back to back it creates some other ice fire thing anything anything like that which then you know if you go spell speed you can get more of those combinations in one in, in one cycle but if you don't go spell speed your things just do more damage so just having anything else just anything else. Anything
0: else. Okay, yeah, right now it's just
1: a blank canvas,
4: really. Yeah,
0: I'm, <sighs> I'm, uh, I am ninety percent sure we're gonna see Rumi added. That has been requested I mean, for so some, long. Something
1: has to be in, man. <laughs> see, it doesn't, so, it it's doesn't just, matter what is wrong. Something needs to come in.
3: They always anything. have to add something exciting to make you wanna. You know buy the expansion and play it so obviously and you know when they do the the job action reveal there's going to be something really cool something, yeah. that people are going to be like oh man this looks so cool and i'm thinking of like you know everyone's reactions to when summoner summoned titan and, and garuda and ifrit in the trailer people were losing their minds they're like oh my god finally i can summon and then media tour comes out a, a, a month later and then everyone's posting these lego memes of summoners just eating legos the job is like brain dead mm-hmm. there's nothing to do uh, So they're obviously, I think they're obviously going to show something flashy, but I think it's how, how does it actually get implemented in the gameplay?
2: I just had the most horrible, but also realistic thought of what they're going to do. Okay. So you know how Ackmon hits one extra time every single time that a dragon uses it? That's it. That's all they get. Every single time you summon Bahamut, you get to do an extra Ackmon until like your Bahamut phase after (laughs) nine minutes is just like Ackmon, Ackmon, Ackmon. It would be funny as hell. Because people had that reaction to Fel Cleave, Remember the first time that they got in a release? Yeah. Oh. Mean, Cleave, Cleave, Cleave. Imagine yeah. your entire Bahamut window just be Ark Morn, Morn. It would be fucking hilarious. But I really don't want <laughs> them to do
4: it. Please don't.
0: I mean, it's possible. That would be one of the shittiest things, though. <laughs> I mean, like Love I don't that. know if we'd have the same uh, reaction as we did with Fellcleave. Warriors could be very simple players, okay? It could be very simple when it comes to you know what makes them happy. I don't. I, maybe summoners too. I don't know, but I would think. I think not. Uh God, that would suck, dude.
3: While they're at it, they could make a summoner just res people when you when you use Phoenix like a uh, UCOM.
2: Uh, lower appropriate. I like it. And It just kills your whole team when you uh, use.
0: They could. Oh. That would work with the 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 res issue as well. You're right. Um. Yeah, I there's going to be something visually exciting about whatever the, the job rotation is. Sure, I just don't know if it'll actually done or not.
2: I mean, that's the thing yeah. we can always count on them to do well, right? Like, th- in terms of the spectacle, in terms of how things look, they always do it well. I- I'm not at all concerned about like being hyped for the flashy ability that we're inevitably going to get on all the jobs. By the way, on black mage you're going to get something cool as hell. On red mage you're going to get something cool as hell. But whether or not that ends up being fun and engaging, that's where we kind of have to wait. When are we going to find out this stuff, by the way? Probably like April-ish, yeah?
0: Yeah, April, May, yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I could let you know. I I hope that they they haven't cut me out of their goodwill of letting me go to these media tours, but maybe they will. Nah, you're going to be fine. I don't know about that dude. I am not as popular as some of these other people.
1: Okay. That's not how that's that that's
0: not what matters. Oh it matters. <laughs> that's not what matters. It, it, does. it matters. Nah. Uh so but we'll see. Uh Mediator, you know, is gonna give us a lot of information and that we get that information. what, what is the timeline? Isn't like that embargo usually lifted about one month or so before the extensions like that.
3: Yeah, if you think about it, like, the Endwalker Media Tour embargo, I think was, like, like, around, like, mid-October when that got uh, lifted, and expansion was supposed to come out, like, late November. So it's, like, a month before-ish. Yeah. All
0: right, well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I, I, I think there's a lot to do with casters. I, don't, I, I honestly think Black Mage is not going to get anything. Black Mage is going to be exactly the same. Uh, they they will add one extra ability like you, we were talking about how they get that one thing that kind of changes the gameplay at the end. But the idea and the style of it's going to be pretty good because if they want to make it's, it's it better, gonna be, go
2: it's going to be it's going to be a third polywatt stack, and they're going to get a stack uh, an ability that spins two stacks at once, just like I was about
1: to say that, just like double Yeah,
2: yeah. I really hope <laughs> they don't do that. They're going to fuck
1: you even more. Yeah,
2: that's that's the really 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 boring easy option if they decide to do it.
0: Please don't do it. Okay. So, Exu, do you have any thoughts on what they're going to do to Black Mage?
3: I mean, realistically, the double poly spender is is kind of an easy thing to predict. I I think when them shifting to every job kind of bursting, they want to add something so Black Mage can complement that. Um, What I would want to see, honestly, a lot of the things I want to see on Black Mage are just sharing some of the quality of life changes they got. At level 80 and 90, to some of the earlier levels, I have been doing a lot of level 70 ultimates on Black Mage, and it is honestly like not even not even a job at level 70. Yeah, um, there's Why there's things like instant? yeah, there's there's things like you know, instant foul that you get at 80 is wow, that would be really good in, in level 70 content, and then um, all like the mini downtime and uptime phases and Yukob and Uwu are very much a pain with no umbral soul, um sharp cast. You only have one charge. It's sixty seconds long. It's like it, it is a completely different job. It's like it does. Like I, a few weeks ago, I got a one hundred parse on Yukob, and that was like the same as like a gray parse summoner It's like, <laughs> it's like not even fair at at those levels. So, a lot of what I want on Blackmage is just like bringing some of that QOL to the early levels, but. Realistically, I can see them putting a, dull, a double poly spender. I could see them potentially changing uh, Xeno so that instead of getting it every 30 seconds, it scales with your spell speed. So if you're playing spell speed black mage, you'd get Xenos faster, which would actually incentivize people to play the spell speed set uh, more so than the crit set. Um, I can also see them doing like what Svia said with you know giving ley lines a, a temporary buff when you go into it so you could leave it and still have it for a bit. Kind of like how when you have, like, a soil and you step out of it, you keep the buff for a few seconds. Yeah. But I can also see them doing things like, you know, adding charges, like a, a second charge to ley lines or a, a oh. reverse of the between the lines where you can pull your ley lines to you. Like, there's there's a lot of options mm. they could do, but, uh, yeah. So
2: I, I have an idea for one QOL well, that somebody said something about ice transfer, ice price ice, um... What's the button called now
1: which one Metafon?
2: mana Manafont, yeah it used to be convert Manafont currently yeah. is a pretty bad button i think what they should do is give it like an xcog effect that the next time you hit zero mana it then procs so that way it doesn't keep falling out of sync because it the button feels kind of bad right now that's one thing they do need to fix on it stops the manafont drift
0: yeah i want to admit sorry my my idiot brain uh with unoptimized black mage uh Manifest just, you're trying to weave it in between uh you instant cast flared and weave it in there right right after or uh well, not,
3: well after a you despair oh, exactly. I thought despair
0: despair, Probably, despair, despair yeah. yeah yeah
3: it's like and it's hard to keep it aligned
2: yeah exactly because you you don't adhere to the final Fantasy 14 timeline mm-hmm. when you push that button is going to be like generally pushed further and further outside of other people's stuff and so, like, it's not really a two-minute cooldown. It's a two-minute plus whatever happens, happens. Um, so giving it that X-Hog effect, I think, would be very good. Now, the real, the real real dream for Black Mage would be that a whole bunch of its stuff can be used um, midcast. And that would involve changing the way a lot of systems work. But mm-hmm. I think that's long-term, what would make Black Mage the most fun? Not everything, but some of the stuff, I think, would really benefit from their functionality in terms of making the job fun and engaging. Especially if they want to go further down the route of, this is a, a dude who stands still and does big damn.
0: Yeah. Um, what about what about Red Mage? What what are our expectations or hopes for going into... I mean, besides getting, fixing the res, alright? Let's just ignore resine being part of the Main equation, even though it is. What are what are our other thoughts with red mage? Going in, into- I
1: mean, Contra? going by going by pattern is a finisher, right? Going by pattern, but fuck, let's hope not. I mean, I think they can do like when you dual cast, that dual cast can extend one more, maybe a dual cast and the finisher, rather than set like three melee combo and then four finisher from three, right? So I think that's the best one they can do. Otherwise, red mage is. Okay, reprise combo maybe, because I feel like reprise got fucked uh, in Handwalker, because reprise was so useful in uh, Shadowbringer, but uh, somehow when they you know reduced the uh, mana cost, uh, they somehow didn't reduce reprise, and reprise cannot be used at all. It's not even a good feeler. Sometimes you use it, like every time, every melee combo in Shadowbringer, you can afford to use two reprise. Now, if you can perfect cast even better, right? It's more potency. But uh, let's just say a shitty situation, you have to reprise you don't feel bad. Because right now you're using reprise, it's just bad. So I think maybe reprise can have like a a combo or something, but definitely not adding to the already six step uh combo. Hopefully not. Yeah. Anything else will work, you know?
2: I think, I think in, think, uh, in our GCD, mono dump would be very good. Mm. I, I think sorry, one thing I y wanna mono. see
3: them, One thing I wanna see for for Redmage is for them to bring back uh displacement versus engagement optimization um right now they're just the same potency so there's like no reason to use displacement unless you're trying to be flashy and do some cool movement
0: they really um, shouldn't have had engagements to the game i'm gonna be honest should it should be displacement Fucking deal with it it's, you
2: know? it's one of those things that if they only kept displacement would complain about it that's the yeah. thing right like do you remember I'm not sure how many of you guys played Red Mage during Final Omega and he's like sitting at the wall doing his screen and your displacements come up. You're like, I have to press this now. But if you do, you go off the arena. Yeah, that's like that thing right there is what makes you dislike the job. It's okay. You have to hold it for five seconds. You maybe lose 130 potency over the entire fight. But it feels bad and they don't like people feeling that. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I just wish that it had like a a bit of trade off, like Ixia was saying.
3: The other, the other thing I really liked that Red Mage had before was, uh, I didn't like that Embolden before was only on physical damage, but I really did like that it it started at a really high buff value of ten percent and then it scaled down um, every four seconds. That led to some interesting optimization with, you know, people changing the rotation so they'd have heavy hitters in the first few seconds of buffs. You saw people play really interesting compositions and. In, the end of Shadowbringers, there was, I felt pretty good balance between the three casters near the end of the expansion. Um, people would actually play like Red Mage and and competitive speed runs, uh, with interesting embolden optimization. People would play Summoner. People would play Black Mage. So, old embolden was kind of cool with the the scaling, but it wasn't cool with only buffing physical jobs.
4: Yeah. No.
0: Well, I mean, we talked a little bit about Summoner too about what we're about uh, 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 but I mean, when we're getting to Picto, I mean, we we've discussed a good bit about like we just don't know how it's gonna turn out. It's it's nearly imp- how, what would be fun gameplay that the casters don't currently have that we could put on Picto with its, I guess you know, what we think a Picto should be doing this painting over time, right? I mean, it, it, that's the whole premise of it is that you're doing this painting over time, which one in two minutes, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't know what else, uh, they could really do to make it, uh, super interesting other than just showing a lot of really cool painted type art style graphics with it. I mean, aesthetics wise, it just, it, it's gonna be fine. Aesthetics wise, like we
1: yeah. say, like it's gonna look good, right? Play style wise, I'm thinking more like, I mean. Okay, okay, okay. If they remove dot from you know, it's, like it's the same for Viper, right? They remove all the poison and dot from Ninja, Viper is probably gonna get it this time, right? So let's just say if they remove dot from Summoner, there is a chance that it actually made its way into Viktor. That's, well, that's poisoning, one like What are you giving
4: them? I, don't...
1: I mean, maybe <laughs> shove your paintbrush into the mob. I don't know, right? <laughs> okay. But I think like casting wise, maybe it will cast like healers, you know. It's not going to be like red mage, where it's like, you know, you only cast one, um, uh, half the time, but like, and then black mage is, you know, always full casting, so maybe Mensa is going to be like white mage, you know, 1.5 cast or maybe 2 second cast, so you actually can move in between, but I don't know, but re- really can't tell what they're going I mean, to, what they're painting,
0: you're it, not moving yeah. in real life, right? You're not moving around a lot, you're staying kind of in an idle spot painting, so...
2: They did say that they'll have some hard casted and some instant mm. abilities so it, it's probably yeah. going to be something similar to to red mage in terms of overall flow and that you're not completely immobile but you have to plan your movement which is like the way that a caster should be mm. the thing that i realized though is when you're talking about giving it a dot is they could literally give it a dot called dot and it would be <laughs> more appropriate <laughs> it would make sense right
4: <laughs>
2: i don't think they're going to do it but it'd be
4: cool.
0: yeah <laughs> what if yeah <laughs> just, oh uh, what what's what's that called again? It's point pointillism or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, make that the dot, or you just like, yeah, I can see it. All right, all right. Ecto, what's your thoughts on this, man? Uh,
3: I think I think picto I think picto is gonna you know be able to just like draw two elements, combine them, you summon in like a a monster. Basically, you know, they did the moogle in the trailer. They did the Spriggan and the um, the overall Dawn Trail trailer. So it's probably just going to be some sort of Mudra combination system where you can make mm. things like that. The other thing I've been thinking of is like the whole game has like the elemental wheel lore uh, thing. So they might have a, you know, that you can use elements that are like astral focused and then umbral focused. I know that's kind of Black Mage's thing, but um Black Mage only has like, fire and ice yeah they could
2: do that with a color wheel and go opposites
4: Mm.
2: yeah i think i felt like they were doing
3: something like that in the trailer when he they they like did some sort of shift before he started they started casting like other elements but um yeah i think that it might do something like that yeah they could also they could also make pictomancer draw uh like a cool circle on the ground that makes everyone cast faster when you stand in it (laughs) everyone cast faster yeah everyone
0: they could have like uh uh they could have one called uh rent to do it's like an ability, and so like you know tons of commissions are out there now, <laughs> it's just like commission time or whatever you just start speed painting lots of shit <laughs> just oh, uh, damn God damn it dude the, like
2: the one thing I think they will do is they talked about in the design of it that they're going to do you know they can draw things and they can draw landscapes and i'm pretty sure the landscapes will be your like raid wide thing they'll be your your party abilities whether they be defensive or offensive or or whatever completely utility based Mm. but we saw like like a like a mountain range sort of thing was one of them that we saw so whether that's like i don't know everybody actually goes out and touch grass that'd be a pretty sick raid buff for some groups but (laughs) like that's i think what they're going to tie into because they need a way to do it and and i think just having a regular 2 minute button that you press would be kind of boring people like ninja because of its setup and its interactivity and this feels and has the vibe that it's going to have that sort of you know building on things you've already done to to mm-hmm. create something in the future um sort of gameplay so that would make a lot of sense to me
0: i mean it sounds similar to like doing an ifrit uh i mean it doesn't work completely like this different Gruta um, Titan to make a Bahamut or make a Phoenix, right? You do three small things to make the one big thing. And that's like the Spriggans and the Moogles or whatever eventually end up to be the mountains or vice versa, or whatever it may be. <sighs> well, I mean, we'll see. I, I, it, it's hard to predict too much about Picto. Well, how, do you guys know how Picto works in other games in Final Fantasy? currently
4: he i
2: mean FFC. yeah and six she draws monsters that she then makes fight for her that she magics into life
0: okay. so it's going to be a bit
2: different here i mean it, it's mm. there's some of that in terms of her like making the moogle and stuff but the primary form of the way that she attacks realm and six is just monsters which we already monsters.
0: kind of got from the trailer and everything
2: yeah but it seems like there's more than that. She like directly uses magic herself and in, in 14 Where like she does a lightning bolt, right? Which didn't really happen in six. It was more about the monsters doing things that she painted. So But also this time they will also
1: This time also will be have weapons, right? They also say that you can pin weapons and do weapon skills, you know. So Mm. maybe it's a little bit of everything here and there.
0: Maybe there's choices, right? You can choose which actions make sense for the, the moment you're in. This is how they
2: solve the, the role problem. You can draw yourself a sword and be a melee instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. What other thoughts do we have on casters before we wrap up the show today? Do you guys have anything that we didn't hit within this conversation? We've hit a lot. A lot. I think that's at the core of the talks that come to casters. we missed anything, Blue Mage doesn't count, guys. We're not going to talk.
4: nah, no, 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 no. no, no.
0: We're limiting the I, conversation without blue. Uh... Just just kind of sad, you know? I feel like whatever picto
1: that at least just on, based on the minimal words that they used to describe how the job could be could have been blue mage. Literally. Mm-hmm. Could have been blue mage. They didn't need to make one new one. They could have just made blue mage on the get-go the caster and just with the same concept, you know? Use monster skills, use... Weapon skills, you know, I don't know, I don't know, that's the no thing. I mean, I, 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 I don't mind Pictor. like, kind of like an original, and it would be interesting to play, but... Sometimes I prefer some old-fashioned, you know, just simple, but what we all like,
4: you know, so, but but it is what it is, yeah. Fia? Aksu. What, in terms of
2: general things to talk about?
0: Um, things that we might have missed or anything that is worthwhile. I mean, we could open up chat, but chat usually.
2: One of the things I did want to touch on at some point was kind of the the way in which the balancing has changed across the course of the expansion, and it was interesting because black mage started really strong. It was actually pretty strong in in, uh, the first tier, and then both casters were pretty, both other casters were pretty mediocre at the time, like red mage and. And someone who were both lacking pretty heavily. And it only got like worse for the other casters and better for Black Mages' as this entire expansion is gone and that, that gap is is grown more and more and more. So it feels very deliberate, I guess, what they're doing with the with the overall representation of damage within the role. Uh so, <clears throat> so my money would be on at the start of next expansion that. Black Mage and Picto are both probably going to be very strong again. Same thing happened in Shadowbringers. Same thing has happened in Endwalker. And will probably happen again in Dawn Trail, where just the the big damage dude does big damage, funnily enough. Also, then, keep in mind as well, they've got to balance it against all of the melee, too. So Mm -hmm. whether or not it's strong is entirely up to that. We'll see.
0: I mean, I do have this... uh bad take, where they should just make all the jobs fun and just say, you know, F the balance for a bit, and just fuck it, you know? We, we have too many jobs, the they need to stop wasting time trying to make every... up. Oh, sorry, I got through something. Alright, here we go. <laughs> they should stop trying oh. to make everything completely balanced for Raid, and just encourage other people to play other jobs that are more efficient to it, while just swapping that fucking meta around every once in a while, right? Just let it be where some jobs are sometimes going to be the right choice and sometimes jobs are not going to be the right choice and encourage people playing other jobs because that's what this game is based around right now is letting you play a whole bunch of jobs but making those the leveling experience getting those jobs to the cap or whatever easier for people who want to do that uh but i don't know
2: i agree on one condition and it's that they actually make useful niche utility so We talked about it earlier that I've been playing a lot of Season of Discovery, and one of the cool things is that every class in the game has just unique shit that it can do that is so different and so unique, and creates really creative ways of doing things, whether it be in dungeons, whether it be in raids, whether it be in just PvP or anything. Mm -hmm. Give classes something fun and unique, and that is actually impactful, or else everything feels like different flavors of damage dealer.
0: If you do it in that
2: way then sure throw balance to the wind you know d- then it's fun then you have interactivity and you have playmaking to do with the with the imbalance that exists but if you just you know make red made really strong for one patch it's just gonna feel shit for everything else because they have nothing in compensation when everybody's just a you know the different flavor of damage dealer
0: well i mean like they kind of did that with pvp in, in some way right they just made it fun they mm-hmm. kind of worry about that uh, See, everything else, well, I mean, front lines is screwed completely, but it is fun to play PvP Crystalline Conflict and everything. Good, all right. See, that's that's three things, right? Every job
1: has three things, right? You can have uniqueness, fun, and balance. You can never have all three. The best you can do is you do two at the moment, it is balance and unique, a uh, uh, job identity. Then that's why it's not fun. So if you want it to be fun, then something needs to sacrifice, whether it's balance or uniqueness. I think maybe they need to start trying something like, just fuck the two minutes meta. Just don't think about buff alignment. Just make every job somehow work on its own. You just press the rotation. Yes, it could be a fixed rotation, but you don't have to worry about, say, it has to be like that because in this particular window, everything aligns, right? Like how, you know, Samurai, like Samurai in 4.0, I don't think samurai in 4.0 you particularly need to do work it just fall naturally right and then um like i will say black mage as well right even though we try our best to squeeze everything in the burst window but sometimes we just can't and also based on fights like say top you just sometimes have to do a rotation that is just like so weird but that is how optimized it is and that's the uniqueness i think and 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 that's what makes it fun but did it make it balanced no right uh, when they buff the job yes it, it seems balanced because oh my god I'm, I'm i'm doing so many different lines so many different uh opener reopener and it just do good damage good right but actually did you really optimize no right so i think black mage the balance might uh the balance might not be there but i think the uniqueness and the fun is there whereas every other job like red mage is just balance and um balance and the identity but it's not fun so i think you know like you say sometimes maybe they just need to say fuck it all the jobs just play by yourself. You don't have to worry. There's no dependency. Right. But obviously, you know, whatever job you comes with, there still needs to be a balance where the boss, KHP needs to be correct, where it dies at a certain time and not like, holy shit, you just bring eight of the best and just pile three, Right. But I don't know whether they, I think they double down too much on the two minutes already. I don't know whether they want to change. I mean, by the way, Yoshi oh. P blame us for that.
4: <laughs> by the way, Yoshi P blame
1: us yeah, for yeah, it, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of our fault, actually. So
2: <laughs> one of the things when it comes to job balance and job design as well is that it goes like hand in hand with fight design. You can have the most fun, most engaging jobs ever, perfectly balanced, but if the fights don't properly reward what they do, it doesn't matter. Likewise, you can have the most exciting, most well-designed fights with boring jobs, and it's not going to feel rewarding. So they can do as much as they want to to the jobs, as long as it, they make the content to properly reward it and make it feel good to do then that's how you make like everything work and and writing content be fun so i mean i'm kind of still undecided about how i feel about the way that content and and fight design has gone particularly towards the end of this expansion i'm still excited to see what they do next expansion and uh how that plays into what they're doing now with jobs.
1: see ninja's perfect if you actually think about it ninja is perfect Rotation works, one minute, two minute, even if, you know, we go into fights like Abyssos, right? Your two minutes after ego death is drifter. You end up marked first, then you trick in between. It still works. The gauge, it works. If you want to be the people that hold, it works. Just, just because you gain a few more gauge, you put in one more buffer, not that impactful. Compare other jobs, gunbreaker lacking one bullet, GG, right? Oh, Some yeah. classes yeah. just lack some reaper missing a, like like how how is ninja so perfect you know that's why i don't know i mean this this is obviously a, a different talk right but i feel like caster can also be every job not just caster i feel like every job can maybe take some of that notes and just make all the jobs like that you know because i don't know man ninja right now is just like the the best job right that, that guy needs a race you know okay okay but at the beginning of the expansion he always fucks it up <laughs> But he always <laughs> makes the right choice on 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 say a rework or changes. Always the right choice. So hopefully, 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 casters will also like take uh, take some notes from some of the some mm. of the good classes like Ninja in particular.
2: I think a lot of it is actually if you look at Ninja and look at Black Mage, that kind of shows you why the the discrepancy is there. Ninja has so many small contributing parts to the overall picture. Black Mage has one, and it's called Fire Four like that's Down. it right like that's just kind of how it goes yeah you, you you make Firefall better you make Firefall worse whereas ninja they can get these little knobs to tune right and and they can make it so it gets to that perfect level of balance and fun and works in every situation so it's more making giving them more to do it it's the same problem with Summoner. it's exactly what i was talking about with summoner It needs more going on in there it's just going to be this shell that it currently is all
0: right well with all that said i guess we could start just wrapping up here um I, this has been a fun talk, guys. This is actually I I'm glad I I did my little journey before we had this show. Dave, uh, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> I feel a little bit more confident about having these kind of conversations at least, uh, <laughs> having the base core of it. Uh, so this has been fun. I hope everybody watching has enjoyed this show so far. Uh, before we do the closing outro, things that you want to say and everything going on, I do have uh, a sponsor for this show, and it'll be a sponsor going all the way until uh, around October ish uh which is a convention for final fantasy 14. There's actually going to be uh a a really cool company that is putting together a convention called Gateway Fate. It's in St. Louis. It'll be in October. So it'll be like right after right after the savage raids, right before the ultimate comes out. I would think is kind of the aiming of that. Uh but they're going to be doing it in October. Let me go ahead and I'm just going to sits I haven't uh, read anything on them. I'm going to give you the full like blurb here. Give me one second here and just hang tight. And there's going to be something I think you like too, Arthur. Mm. All right. Gateway Fate. Uh, join your fellow adventurers at the new unofficial Final Fantasy XIV con- uh, convention. Uh, Gateway Fate taking place in October 12th and 13th at the St. Charles Convention Center near St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, pre-reg starts. March 1st, so coming up pretty quick this next weekend, you could go and get a pre-reg on there uh, with an early bird discount on regular two-day badges. While those looking for extra content should make sure to get the Scion Pass for additional fan merch uh, and two exclusive evening performances featuring a, guitar- a guitarist named John Ulf. Uh, I was gonna play some of their music, but I don't have it on me right now, and we'll get it next time, followed by a Dragsidia show. Uh, produced by Oriana uh, Peyron, if you guys are familiar I'm sorry I'm mispronouncing somebody with them Uh, Event content includes uh, themed activities that can be enjoyed by Final Fantasy XIV fans regular uh, attendees such as like uh, fortune telling, console gaming photo booth and more to it Uh, Enjoy the themed concession menus related to game content and Japanese street food Uh, and be sure to take part in the special costume contest uh, with fashion report elements. Special guests include Britt Baran, the voice of Tifa in Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth. Uh, Cosplayers, Turtle Smithy, uh, Melinda Chan, and Akakojika, I'm sorry, I said that probably horribly, Uh, cosplay. Hang out, shop, have fun at our big theme party, Produced uh, Alliance style raid by team members from Anime St. Louis. So if you guys are interested in that, and that's kind of a fan one, let me throw up some of the uh, images for it. This is the main one. It's gonna be at this embassy hotel or near it here. Uh, the artist for the Scion Passes, again, John Oaf here special. If you look, just Google, Google this guy here, look up his uh, music. He has a lot of Final Fantasy 14 covers uh, with classical guitar that actually are really good. Uh, then we have a drag show that is going to be here by Oriana uh, Perrin uh, that you'll get with those Scion passes. Uh, and also VIP merch here. And I don't have all the details, but here are some hints to what those merch is going to be like. There's a Marlboro, Omega, a sack, and it looks like uh, crafting some food, maybe making some cookies. I'm not sure what that is. Not sure what that is. And also. There's a, uh, looks like Wondrous Tales up there to lift, lift those stickers, so I don't know. This is the hints that we've been, uh, we've been given. Uh, so yeah, let me go ahead and turn some of these images off here and just give you guys an idea for what the costs are. Uh, here is the cost. If you want just a regular pass, it's $35. So it's pretty cheap. In How general. much? How many people? How many people? uh i'm thinking i don't know if they the have a, a hard cap probably like somewhere in the ra- they're only going to sell a thousand scion passes uh but there may be two to three thousand people maybe if it depends on how many people show up right i don't think there's a hard cap on it um but if you want the scion pass and get all the extra stuff with the extra shows the food voucher goodie bags everything else that's 95 dollars each you can go ahead and do the free reg starting march first again and thank you so much for them uh actually yeah see there we go. We have information in the chat. No attendance cap, but a thousand people on line passes. Um, so you yeah. You got to fly me over? Fly you over? Maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah. shit! Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I wanna meet Tifa. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I will probably be there as well. So, uh, it is uh, really interesting because this is probably the uh, most organized I've seen an unofficial Final Fantasy 14 particular convention uh be put together and this is a lot of stuff that you know it'd been really cool if they had it over at <laughs> it had been really cool if they had it over at fan Fest too uh but uh we'll see what this kind of turns out to be again they're gonna be sponsoring us all the way until the event uh you guys you'll be hearing about it a lot here on the show any kind of updates anything else that we can give you um and then we'll be talking about more on my twitter and everything else throughout the months too so yeah i, I thought you'd like tifa arthur's Oh would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there, the voice it, actress is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, really good, really good. Okay, with that being said, let's go ahead and start wrapping up the show. Uh, Arthur's, what are some uh, final thoughts you have here, and uh, any shout-outs you want to do, and where people can find you? Uh, I mean, shout out to people still hanging around, playing the game, watching the streams.
1: Uh, every Final Fantasy stream is kind of like. Date dead, dead town right now, <laughs> yeah. you know. A lot of us are trying to do something different. A lot of us are, you know, trying to do stuff. Uh, yeah, everybody, good job at hanging hanging around. We still got five more months, <laughs> so hopefully, uh, you know, five months later, you guys still remember our names, you know, and obviously check out our streams. Yeah, and obviously mock talk. Yeah, thanks for having me today again. Yeah, always always nice to be on show talking to you, catching up with you, and. Uh, uh, you know, with the new guests that you invite. Yeah, thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm I, like five months seems like a far amount, but man, it's a lot shorter than it was. It's going to start going really fast soon. I'm pretty sure of it. As soon as like we have the PAX East coming up soon, which I'm assuming there's a public live letter there, a producer live letter there. No, no, no That's no think live so? letter, no. You don't think, I, mean, I think we get, they, get they, a release date. I think we release get a release date. date. Yeah. Release yeah. date, okay. So we'll be able to hopefully get that release date, but that's in April. <laughs> so soon as that hits, and then media tour is going to come up a little bit after that. I mean, it's going to start just like rapidly hitting, uh, and then we'll be on the expansion before you guys know it. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, thank you, Arthur. It's been fun having you on the show, dude. It, was there any? Uh, I, I put your your Twitter here as well for people to, oh, yeah, to follow sure. on you if they haven't followed you yeah, already. thanks. Thanks. Um, all right, Sophia. Uh, sh- last words, shout outs and where people can find you, dude.
2: Ah oh, man, I mean I barely stream it at the moment. It's gonna obviously ramp up as we get closer to Dawn Trail, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's just twitch.tv if you wanna check that out at any point. Um but shoutouts I mean mostly you Frosty, always appreciate coming on the show and shooting the shit. Other other guests as well, Arthur's and Exu, nice to hang out again and Exu, first time. Nice to meet you. Um but yeah, that's about it. Appreciate everybody
3: in chat as well.
4: All right, thanks,
3: guys. Yeah, thanks so much for for having me here. It was a great discussion. Um, shout out to my raid team, Sleepy Cat. Uh, love, love playing with them, and yeah, I really, really am hopeful for casters and dontrill, and especially for black mage. I'm just hopeful that they don't uh, completely screw it up, and. Uh, If anyone goes to the media tour, please test uh, transpose stuff on Black Mage, because no one does that, (laughs) apparently, on the media tour stuff.
0: Okay. All right, man. I get it. I'm going (laughs) to... Whoa! All right, I get it. Actually, you (laughs) have to fire shots at me, dude. But I wasn't focused on jobs last time, man. All right. We'll figure it out. Uh... Transpose is a. F- we could have had a whole conversation on transpose as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transpose <laughs> be can honest. be a mock talk. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole freaking <laughs> okay, thing, dude. Insane. Actually, I appreciate you coming on too, especially you know first time here. We have probably the most veteran guest on the show, Arthur's, and no. first time guest here. Actually, I think so. I think so. I just graduated. You know, Sophia has been. Dude,
1: I mean, I haven't said this the whole show, man. Like, you two are fucking insane, man. The, the fact that you guys can play so many different of versions of Black Mage and keep it until now. And thanks, by the way, Exu, for those spreadsheets, even though, holy shit, it doesn't make sense to me. But when you play it, you do it, it, it starts making sense. I mean, it start making sense. I, I feel like after doing top, now that when I go PF and I even YOLO rotation, it kind of feels like I got more control now. But But still, man, the fact that you guys can play this class um, mm-hmm. Over the years, and, and and also a lot of black mages out there, right? You you guys are fucking insane. Yeah, it's different level, yeah. different game. The deep, really.
0: It's the job to go and in, dive into a deep hole. I mean, that it's one-on-one it's one Um, And also, by the way, guys, I did put the uh, I did, I'm gonna spam it here because this is the link. If you guys want to go get all the information for getting tickets, you know, hotel information, everything else, that's the link to go to. I'll put it in a YouTube video as well. Uh, so you guys can have access to it. I should have put it a little bit earlier, but it's there for you right now. Um I got to say uh right now playing Final Fantasy 14 to kind of my initial thoughts on casters. You know, sage I love healing. I love I don't think I'll ever not heal party finder cuz it's my most enjoyable thing in the game right now. Uh but playing black mage in particular and sorry if this came you know sort of centric towards black mage a lot during the conversation today but it is one of the best jobs that they have done and i i encourage square enix to take that as inspiration right that there's so many people who enjoy playing black mage and to try to make other jobs have that kind of fan base around it with the play style and everything else instead of just trying to make everything so the people who want to Pretend to be, like, I'm a black mage. That's the only reason I'm playing it. I love playing it. It's fun. I, I get to cast spells, and I want to be in raids, and that's it? That's, that's, uh, I, I don't want to go in that direction. Uh, I mean, everybody should be included in raids, but they should be fun, too. Um, But, yeah, black mage is my second favorite job out of all jobs. All right. Well, guys, thank you for watching. I know we haven't done a lot of Saturday shows uh, in a while. We'll be doing more as the expansion is getting closer. We're going to be doing a decent bit on all the different roles and everything else. Uh, I'll be continuing my journey in DSR tomorrow. If you guys want to check that, we've just hit the enrage on P4. Uh, so we're starting to kind of get into the meat of things soon. Uh, that fight's going to get a little bit silly for me. It's I'm going to let you guys let you know, I feel like DSR is harder than top. So far for Prague, I think personally, so. yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> so yeah. it's rough right now. I mean, I'm I'm getting you. I'm I'll be able to tell after I'm done with the fight, but right now it it hurts. It hurts. It's probably the Prog part of it. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll the see. hawk face. The hawk face is rough. Yeah. With the towers, the P3 are you talked talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. the it's could be a bit i mean it's funny because they do that right and then they go into like something that's I guess maybe kind of tank difficulty wise right afterwards but as a healer i do fucking nothing during that and it feels super easy and then when you get into p4 apparently it's kind of a joke once you understand it so it's just such a weird transition and difficulty but anyways thank you all for watching thank you to guests arthur's See you, Aksu, for coming here and talking with me. This has been a wonderful conversation. And uh, we'll hopefully be back, possibly even next week. Uh, keep a track on my Twitter. Just make sure you have updates for all the shows that are coming up. And uh, again, thank you to Gateway Fate for sponsoring the show. Guys, uh, You know, see you all next time. Be good. Bye, everybody. Say bye. Everybody say bye and wave. Bye. bye. bye.